one thing we have to keep in mind is that, and we talked about it on the show. But at the same time, it comes from two different points. Then all of a sudden, you want to say, oh, what do you think? I think for me, I don't know if I can speak for everybody else. This is Dead Sports. This is the place where sports opinions collide. Dead in Sports. I'm your host, Kenneth B. Joining me on the show. Everybody's here, so B. But he's back, y'all, live and in person. Shelton J. How you doing, man? Glad to be back home in the house. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's missing? I know the Scully. Yeah. I thought you was gonna bring the Scully for the first. <laughs> this is the first appearance you come that, back. That Scully like his Zemo hey. mask. <laughs> That's, a, <laughs> that's his cap shield. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. FIFO 24 7 is back. What they do, what they do. After a two week absence, hiatus, you know. A little sabbatical. Yeah. Yeah, vacation. A little savvy. Yeah. Well deserved, I'm sure. Yes, sir. And uh, Nikki Dusa. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, I came from a little vacay a little bit too. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure did. Everybody vacation except me. <laughs> hey, wow. you, you the main one that needed to take one shit. <laughs> we just doing this for shits and giggles. You deserve it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, man, we all we all back in the studio, man. Uh, you know, I guess Bia show up, maybe. He's uh <laughs> doing that in gaming right now. Um, but yeah, I guess if, if B pop up, we can talk about that Baylor game. because uh, you know he's oh, our, yeah. Yeah, you know, he's our basketball. Polish yeah, I'll say that for later then. So yeah, we can hit that then. But yeah, man, let's get into it. Just the Baylor game too. We can get <laughs> I mean, <hey>. um, <laughs> we'll start off with some other news. We don't usually cover much on uh, other sports outside of basketball and football because of y'all. Y'all the ones that told us to stop talking about this. <laughs> but we got to address this. The MLB has moved the All-Star game out of Atlanta, um, mostly because of the voting laws that uh that recently have been passed as far as in the state of Georgia, they become a little bit more restrictive um to the citizens of Georgia, mostly particularly the minorities. Um but yeah they moved the all-star game out of uh Atlanta and I believe they moved it to Colorado. Um mm-hmm. that's what at least that's what I saw. I thought they were maybe doing it at Milwaukee because of the oh, Hank yeah, Aaron. I think you're right, yeah. It's like Denver somewhere. Yeah, I think it's in Denver. I thought they were gonna do it to Milwaukee because of, of Hank Aaron because they said Atlanta said that they were trying to Recognize Hank Aaron, you know, because mm. he passed this year. But Atlanta ain't trying to recognize any Negroes after this. <laughs> <laughs> but do, my question to y'all is: Do y'all agree with the decision by the MLB? I do. I do. I, I, I do thought too. it was a you know a, a really strong, powerful move by them. Uh, very reminiscent of what happened in North Carolina mm-hmm. when they passed that bill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I was. Even though I'm proud of the move, I was hoping it was a move done because they thought it was the right thing to do. Come to find out that it was at the urging of corporate sponsors. Delta, Mm -hmm. Mm Coca-Cola, and I think there was another big time sponsor. Yeah, who were under fire, of course, by local activists here in Georgia saying that they should do something, say something, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, And they did. You know, the corporate sponsors issued statements. And um, and then, of course, the MOB decided to move it out. Um, why I think this is interesting and that the corporations got involved is that I don't have enough data right now. But the feeling that I'm getting is that we may be in for turning of the, the country where you see corporate corporations start to see value in these type of moves. They can see money attached to these type of moves, um, which is how and why they make certain decisions that they make. 
Um, we know what happened in North Carolina. We see this happening here. Um, there, uh, the whole Black Lives Matter thing that took place where they all jumped behind that movement, that social movement. And um, so I'll be curious to see what happens moving forward. The Republicans are pissed. Mitch McConnell came out and accused Democrats of and these people of bullying, corporate Brian, bullying. Brian Kemp came out and said some bullshit too. Yeah, which I which interesting choice of words considering what they're doing. Uh, basically, the Republicans are choosing the voters. The voters are not choosing them. You know, as the saying goes. But um, but I like it. I thought it was a strong, powerful statement by a majority white viewership organization to say, "No, we're not standing for this." And we're going to move. And that's it. Yeah. I like it because I always want to know, like, what's the revolution, right? Like, what's the long-term play? And we're never going to change nothing overnight. But where do you hurt people the most? It's in their pockets. And that's exactly what they did. And, 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 that's, and, and that's what they had to do. Um, because what, what else could they have done? Issue a statement, that's not good enough. You have to have some type of action. And this was the best action that they could have taken. So I, I love the fact that they did something. It hurts them in their pockets. Um, and the people in power, they're going to say and do whatever the hell that they want to say and do. And if they want to stand on, oh, well, this is how it is going to be and da, da 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 and they can't really see it for, for what it is, what they're trying to do or admit to it, it's not going to change right now. But if we continue to pull out of events in Georgia, and let them know we're not supporting it monetarily at all, then that's how you make change happen. So I'm with it. I'm good with it. I am as well. Change comes with money, and money speaks. And the fact that, like you said, Ken, is showing you the power of the black dollar, mm -hmm. that corporations are stepping up and saying, hey, we, we can't do this no more. So otherwise, we still continue on the same trend. The same things will be happening. Now you're seeing people step out and saying, this is not right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this is a powerful time right now. Yeah, I, I think you, especially with Atlanta being such a well-known black city, I'm not <laughs> surprised Delta and Coca-Cola was like, all right, we got to, most of the employees is black. <laughs> they was going to have a whole fucking riot or a fit <laughs> if they didn't yeah. support, you know, whatever the MLB was doing as far as their decision. Um, and I always, I always found this weird throughout the whole history in America, like how racism stops money. Which is crazy because America is known as the most, like the most capitalistic country in the world, mm -hmm. but racism still prevents motherfuckers from doing shit or allowing shit to happen. So I'm glad to see that corporations are like, nah, this is not good for business. Point blank, period. Grant, I'm not going to say these corporations are morally, you know, on the right side, and I don't give a fuck about that because most likely they're not. They're doing this for the dollars. Yep. But I'm happy to see that green is the only color that matters in this situation because that's the only thing that really moves shit. Yeah, and I think, you know, you know, people have to understand that that money, you know, Jesse said, it, it moves a lot of things in this in this country. And um, and you know, to the point where the Republicans, I think Mitch McConnell was threatening corporations, was like, okay, well, we'll we'll punish you guys if you continue along this path, which I find kind of ironic because most of their money come from lobbyists who are funded through the corporation. So <laughs> if the corporations are making the decision and they pull their money from you, then what do you do? He just because, talking shit. Yeah, he is. It's, you know, it's a, it's an idle threat because if they continue, if they, if they do their projections and they look at this and say, 
our money is in social is in social activism and being morally good as a company. The appearance of it, because Nick is right, they don't do anything because it's it's all about dollars. Right. What are they going to do? Because the money is no longer in the in the in the politicians changing laws and and giving them tax breaks in order to in order to maximize their profits. The money is going to be the increase in revenue. And I wonder, because remember when Nike did this sort of thing mm-hmm. a while ago and their revenue, Colin Kaepernick, yep. they backed Colin Kaepernick. That's what revenue shot through the roof. Yep. And they were, so if you're a corporation, you're looking at that and be like, oh shit, maybe if I do this, maybe, you know, I'll get additional dollars as well coming through, you know, my company. But doesn't it seem like it should just be common sense? The majority of people feel a certain type of way. So just pander to that feeling and yeah. you, then you'll be successful at least even if it's in the short term. Right. Like, like it does. But I, I, I wonder if these corporations felt that there were, there was more money in the white dollar, even though there was data and analytics to kind of say the opposite of that. It's just yeah. like, if you have, I this, wish I could see my face through this. Yeah. Language. If you have this inherent, <laughs> <laughs> this inherent, you know, systemic racism that's ingrained in you, it's going to be hard for you to see that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, over time, you know, as, as the world, continues to become a little bit more darker and the threat of white people being, you know, a minority in 30 years continue to play out. They have to, as they look and the CEOs look at their long-term projections, like where are we going to be in 15 years? They're going to have to start planning for this stuff. So, you know, maybe that's part of the decision. I don't know, but nevertheless, it was a, it was a powerful statement that they did. And, um, and I rock with it, you know, regardless of, of the in, intent. What up, B? What up, what up, what up? What's going on? Not much? Not much. I was trying to get everybody's thoughts on the uh, MLB's decision to move the All-Star game out of Atlanta because of the voting laws. Oh, I mean, I, I think, shoot, I think I mean, from when I came in, a lot of y'all touched on what I felt already. Is, I mean, for, at the end of the day, it's all about that green. That, if that green, if you want to hit them where it hurts, hit them in that green pocket because that's, that's what's going to get them able to switch stuff up or try to change stuff or either try to act like they're going to change stuff up. If you hit them in their pockets, white folks, look, white folks don't like when you, when you mess with their money, man. So if you, if you, if you mess with that bread, that's, that's definitely a factor. So, I mean, you know, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, it's kind of dope that they're doing it. Um, I don't know what's the laws like in Colorado. Is it, are they, are they, you know, is it like any different or is it the same here in, in Georgia? Are they, is it like a lateral move? Are they going somewhere where they actually help? Help out, you know, the minority black and brown people don't know. But um, yeah, I mean, I think that's dope, man. I think that I'm glad and I'm glad that the sponsorships for these uh, for this all star game is pulling out. You know, it's not like dealing with this as, as well. So I think that's a I think it was a dope move. I think there's only 14 black people in Colorado, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't think it's a lot of you don't think it's a lot of brown and black people over there anyway. Huh? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, yeah, I'm glad we're all on the same page with that. So we'll see how, you know, what, what news uh, comes out of this as far as within Georgia. We'll keep y'all updated on that. Um, but yeah, let's move to the NFL before we hit. To, there's a lot of basketball talk we're going to get to, so don't worry. But there was also some big trades that happened in the NFL uh, just recently. Uh, again, the NFL draft is April 29th, which is uh, the last Thursday of April, I believe. So it's like three weeks away from this upcoming Thursday. And there was a huge trade made with the New York Jets and the Carolina Panthers. The Jets traded away Sam Darnold 
The third overall pick, uh, two uh, draft classes ago, I believe. That fool can't say. Uh, <laughs> for three picks to the uh, for three picks from the Carolina Panthers, the uh, Panthers gave up a six round pick in this year's draft, and a second and fourth round pick in the draft of twenty twenty two. And the Jets all they had to give up was Sam Darnold. So, first question I got is for Shelton since he's the big Panther fan here on the show. Um, who's the clear winner in this trade? Uh, the Jets by far to me. It's not. It's it's not a question. Oh my goodness! It's not a question. Mm. Who's the winner? Not a let, question. Let me ask you something. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Is your side gig you, um, uh, t- t- Teddy? Uh, who, who the quarterback? Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. You, t- you tell Br- Teddy Bridgewater marketing person or something? I, you know what? I don't care about Teddy. I wanted to. I, I knew that we were going to get a shot at Trey Lance. We we're going to get a shot at Justin Fields. One of the two is. Where were you drafting that? What number? Eight. One will be there. And you know why one will be there? It's very unfortunate, but it happens all the time. For some reason, from bowl season, after all these games are played, to draft day, black quarterbacks drop in the draft. No matter what. No matter what. If you look through the history, every now and again, Not we Cam. get a, Cam ain't dropped. Cam didn't drop. No, I was going to say, every now and again, we get one that sticks, mm. for the most part. But if you look at, look at Lamar Jackson. He did all that stuff he did in college. But all of a sudden, he ain't got no arm no more. You know what I'm saying? Um, who else we can name? We can name a bunch of those I guys. I mean, uh, Watson dropped, Patty dropped, but Patty wasn't on nobody's radar for real like that. Um, but Watson did drop. Watson dropped. All those, all those guys performed, but come, even you look at Kellen Mond, Kellen Mond didn't do that great necessarily, but he did more than did Zach. He, did he sit out? No, he played. He played? Okay. He did more than uh, Zach. Zach it, it's, it's not even close, but here we, we, we're all enamored with Zach. Like, it's a great quote. He's just white. Let's keep it real. I don't, I don't mind when black QBs or like when certain quarterbacks who I know are better than these other ones drop because that means you're going into a better situation. That means that the organization is clearly delusional and foolish for not recognizing the talent that you are. So I don't mind if Fields goes to the 49ers or, or, or Denver. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. those are organizations that have proven that they can do things with talent. Now with, um, with this trade specifically... I think actually the Jets won. They did. The Jets won. Um, Why did the Jets win? Because I don't give Sam Donald ain't shit to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sam Donald to me is a bust. I think the media for some reason they're enamored. They with they love this kid for some reason. I don't know if he got naked pictures of somebody. I don't know if he's well connected. But this kid literally hasn't shown me shit. Granted, he's been in a horrible situation. That's why he was drafted third overall to a bad team. But. I'm sorry. I I just I don't see when you're a third when you pick when you pick top five, those are Hall of Fame caliber players. Correct. They're supposed to be putting on a, a yellow jacket at the end of their careers. And so far I haven't seen him be able to elevate his team. So him going to Carolina is just like a, it's a lateral move. I mean, he's got a better coach, more weapons, but we'll see what happens. But the Jets are stockpiling tr- uh picks because they have so many holes they have to fill. This is the best quarterback draft within the next couple of years. Right. So you might as well get a QB now. Let him play out there, see what he can do. He's still on his rookie deal, and then get all his talent next year. Because they got like hella first round picks over. The, they got like four first round picks over the next two drafts. So, so I, I, I honestly like this move for both teams um, because, like you said, Nick, the Jets are stockpiling draft picks, and that's what they have to do. There's so many holes, you're not going to be able to fill that in free agency at a high level. You got to be able to develop some of these guys. So, I like the draft picks. Um, I also like it for Carolina because they needed a quarterback. 
And giving up a six-round, how many six-round picks technically make the roster? Right? Like you're giving up a six-round pick this year for a guy that was taking second or third overall just a couple matter of years ago. That's a steal. That's a steal. Um, in addition to uh, a second-round pick and a fourth-round pick, the second-round pick hurts a little it's bit. Huge. It hurts, but that's the gamble that you take for taking a guy like Sam Darnold. Um, that's just the risk that comes with it, right? But people, what is what is a guy like Sam Donald? That's the lowest rate. We don't we don't know. We don't know yet. It's been three years. No, but but the but the Jets are so bad. And 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 I've talked about it over these years that the Jets, it didn't matter who the hell you put back there. Outside of Michael Vick, Patrick Mahomes, maybe Lamar Jackson, they can be running for their life. Like it's impossible to succeed there. And then who was their coach? Adam Gase? Come come. Come on, man. Look, and I'm not saying I'm not a Sam Darnold apologist. I'm not saying that this man is a top tier franchise quarterback. What I'm saying is we cannot truly evaluate who the hell he really is. And and it hasn't been fair to him. And I understand professional sports is not fair. They are. But we don't know who the real Sam Darnold is yet. Yeah, we do. Because he was the same thing in college. He's a turnover machine in college. He's a turnover machine in the pros. He's always hurt. He never done nothing better than being the worst quarterback in the league. So that's all I need to know. He's done it three years. We had three years of the same thing. Whether he was on a bad team, good team, that's where he was drafted. But that, but that's what he showed me. But they're a top three team for a reason. They're extremely devoid of talent. I could say that that roster probably has the least amount of talent in the NFL. I agree, but he's a part of that least talent. He's in the least. This guy was I, overrated. He was overdrafted. I agree with that. I agree with that, which is why I have low expectations for him in Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, but however, for the value of his draft stock, draft capital, it was a steal for Carolina. And if they hit on him, then exactly. all, all the, that giving up a second. Most teams to get a franchise QB will give up their first three picks. Yep. Point blank period. I, I just look at my number two pick last year. I think his name is Jeremy Chin. Whatever his name is. I, my second round draft pick last year at Carolina. He's a hybrid safety linebacker. Rookie of the year. This guy's all over the field. That second round pick for Carolina meant a lot. Mm-hmm. Six round pick, I don't mind giving. But a QB is always. This is my first time ever hearing this guy. <laughs> What's that? The chi- oh, he's re- oh, look at yeah, him. No, I believe he was a monster. You. I just never heard of him. He was a monster, and this guy was he was drafted out of Southern Illinois, I think, or someone mm-hmm. some little small school. But the guy balled out. This dude was balling. He scored two t- two touchdowns in that early Carolina game where he recovered a fumble. I think he got no recovered two fumbles. Scored two touchdowns. Yeah, he had a great season for Rick. And he was the MVP of the defense for Carolina last year. But anyway, my point is that second round pick is what hurt me the most. I don't agree with, like I said, Sam Donald to me hasn't shown me anything. Once again, same thing. When I look at quarterbacks, y'all know how I feel about the 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 color divide. I feel like because he's white, he gets more opportunities and more excuses. That man was black, he'd already been out. Probably, but you what about you don't have faith in the head coach? I do. I do. I think that they're good coaches, but you can do the same thing with Teddy. Teddy had 20 touchdowns, 11 interceptions last year. What I'm saying Teddy's is... Teddy's at the ceiling, though. Teddy, yeah, he did. But Teddy Teddy was was mediocre last year. He was mid at best. But Teddy has a water even, pistol. But here's that, the that's thing. His issue. If, if he was able to do that with Teddy and Sam has more talent and is younger, mm-hmm. imagine what he could do with Sam if the problem <clears throat> with Sam Darnold was the Jets. But see, that's the thing. We assume he has more talent. We hadn't seen it. But the, even in college, he didn't show it. No, I give you again. I agree that he's overrated. But the thing about the reason why I say it's a steal is because of the he's still on his rookie deal. This is his going into his third or fourth year. 
Yeah, it, uh, going into his fourth year. Fourth year. But so you got, so you still get that, you get that fifth year option, and then you can franchise, you can lot. franchise him if if you want to keep, like, if you still mm. need to see more room or improvement. That's at least three draft class. See if see you and, don't franchise him if you need to see. No, more. I'm just saying. I'm saying at worst case scenario, like yeah. that's at least three, like. To, to get more talent so you don't have to draft at that position and the waste only draft reason, capital? The only reason the franchise guys, if he comes out, balls out, they make the playoff this year. But like I said, I just don't see... I think it was a panic move. They were scared because, of, because all these teams were moving up in the draft. Hmm. I think that scared With the teams jumping in the draft. So they figured, we got to make a move at quarterback. So instead of drafting one, we're just going to sign somebody. So that's what I saw it as a panic move. I ain't like it. Even if it pans out, I still I, I just don't like him. How you gonna say even if it pans out, you don't like yeah, him? I want to be wrong. That's, that's <laughs> he just want to. Don't sound like <laughs> no. What I'm, no, what I'm saying is I, I still would would have felt the same way. Like I would have been wrong. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. But I I don't like it. I don't like. It. Well, we still could draft Justin Fields. It still, I was gonna happen. say like, well, let me ask. Uh, let me get Manny's thoughts on this because he's a, the uh, the other guy who's representing the team in this trade. What's your thoughts on this jet trade? He owns the Jets, don't. He? Is <laughs> <laughs> he with us? Uh, y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. All right, cool. Uh, I mean, it's a it's it's an expected move. Um, I'm cool with it because it just you finally turn the page. You know, what I mean, we don't longer talk about it anymore. It's 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 over and done with. As far as you know, are they going to keep Sam Darnold? Are they going to draft a QB? I mean, it was. I mean, up to last, up to really yesterday, there was a lot of rumors that they would draft a quarterback and keep Sam Darnold. I didn't really buy that, but, um, you know, it is what it is. Um, as far as the thoughts on the overall trade from just from an overall perspective from the jets, I think it's a good move because you finally get to turn the page on the Sam Darnold era. Uh, he's, he's, he was a victim of circumstance in some parts, in some parts, he has not played up to what I thought his potential would have been. So I think it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a double faulted issue there. I think that the jets failed him in some ways. I mean, you can't you can't give a young quarterback just no talent. Like it's I don't care who you are, I don't care how bad of a you of a quarterback you may end up being. You gotta at least give the guy something to work with. And the Jets really didn't give him anything to work with besides what a maybe washed up Le'Veon Bell. I mean, that that's that's just not enough. That's not conducive to to having success for that guy. And then on top of that, you throw him with the worst coach, probably probably in the history of the NFL, one of the worst coaches in the history of the NFL. Damn. I just, I, I don't, I just don't see how that's conducive to success. Now to Shelton's point, he has not played well. He has not answered the bell. He has not played to the level of a third of a, uh, of a third overall or a second overall pick or a third overall pick. Yeah. He was third overall pick. I'm tripping. Um, he has not played up to that potential. He just hasn't. I mean, gotta be fair. He's shown flashes. He's shown moments of brilliance. Like, you know, he had a game against Green Bay his rookie year where he he matched Aaron Rodgers, like throw for throw. You know what I'm saying? So he's had moments, but he just hasn't, it just hasn't been consistent. It hasn't been when you go to the you go to the game. If you as a Jet fan, when you go to the game every game, every week, every home game, you don't feel confident that you know what you're gonna get out of Sam Dark. And that's the was that, hey Manny, was that before or after his arm died? Because his arm did die at some point in there. <laughs> or was it before or after? Man, last man year, I, honestly, bro, I don't even know. I, I, I think last year was just like, I don't know if it was just like a dark cloud or just this, what, this, like this man said, like, I don't know what it is out there. 
Y'all remember that? There's two yeah. things I remember from Sam yeah, Dong. I do remember that. Stick yeah. out of my mind. One. One is mono. <laughs> oh, three. Three things. Three things. One is how mono. You, how you over 18 and get mono? Mono. Bro, like, the, worst things, ghost the worst things that you could imagine. Nobody running 80 yards. I'll uh, never the forget. <laughs> the worst things that you can imagine happen to a young quarterback happen to Sam Darnold. Like the fact that you have Adam Gates as your head coach. The fact <laughs> that you have no talent around you. Mono. Seeing ghosts out there, like, like literally the worst things that you like, if you could script a movie about how to be a bad quarterback and how to create a situation to create a bad quarterback, like this would have been it. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think the Jets failed him. And I think to a point, Sam Darnold didn't hasn't lived up to the expectations yet. Now, from the Carolina perspective, I kind of agree with Shelton that I feel like it was a panic move in a sense, because. They saw they saw that all these teams were moving up. There was no way Atlanta was going to try. I never bought that, that, oh, Carolina's going to trade with Atlanta for the fourth pick. Why would why would a division rival in Atlanta help you get your next potential franchise quarterback? Like, that's never going to happen. That's just not happening. Um, I still think they could have probably traded up. And honestly, I still think they're probably in a position to get a quarterback like. From everything you read, Atlanta's not picking a quarterback at four, right? And obviously Cincinnati's not picking a quarterback and Miami's not taking a quarterback Detroit, maybe. So, and if Mac, if, if John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan make the dumbest move of the century and draft Mac Jones over Justin Fields, Justin Fields might fall to you at eight. So why did you make this move? You know what I'm saying? Like I could see Denver making this move because Denver really mm-hmm. was in a box in the sense that if Carolina, if, if, if a quarterback drops all the way down to Carolina, Carolina can snatch him up. I can see Denver. I can see even Washington doing something like this, but Carolina, it did kind of feel like it was a, uh, a, um, you know, a panic move, but Hey, if it works out, you know, they look, they look very smart, you know? So it's a good move. It's a good challenge. It's a, it's a good, it's a good risk for them to take. I mean, realistically, you know, Teddy Bridgewater is limited in what he could do long term. Like he's he's a good option to have. Like I like Teddy Bridgewater. I think you I think he's better than I think people give him credit for, but I don't think he's a long term answer at the position. Like I don't think you're gonna sit here ten years from now and say, Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater was a super winning super bowl winning quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. So um it's a good risk for them to take, but you know, it's 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 a it's a trade that's incomplete right now. Yeah. Um you were speaking of the Falcons. They did. I did see a report that they're open to trading the fourth overall pick, um, which I think would be a bad move. I think get, if you can get Justin Fields at four, that's a steal. But they're not especially gonna do especially it he's especially he's homegrown. I feel you, but they're not going to do it because the money on Matty Ice's contract and and how long you would have to wait for Justin Fields to play just doesn't make sense from a draft a draft capital perspective but how how I don't buy when's the next time I, I you're just, gonna pick four yeah i don't buy that now, i understand that but but mm-hmm. you're gonna have to keep maddie ice at least two years and um hold on wasn't there a team last yeah, indy indy paid jacoby Brissett and um what's his name who just retired the, the, the philip rivers like they combined like 50 million dollars in in cap space different situation because philip rivers was literally on his last leg maddie ice is still middle of the road quarterback I just think it's Atlanta's not being afraid. I think Atlanta is afraid to move past the Matt Ryan era. I think that's what it is. Cause I think they could, they could, where there's a will, there's a way you you can't tell me that you can't draft. And I get everything you're saying. People like from a, from a strategy standpoint, it doesn't make sense. Cause 
you know, you're tying your, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense from that value, but I would, I would make the argument that I think all of us could agree. You may at best maybe have a year to two years left of Matt Ryan at prime level. True. But, but it doesn't like this move doesn't make timeline sense, but why doesn't it? What I mean by that is that where Maddie ice is right. And, and think about where this is coming from. This is coming from the person that said I'd blow this shit up two years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I've been said that. Uh, but when you look at the real financials and the implications of cap penalties, right? Because if you move Maddie Ice, I think personally there's other big names on this roster you got to move to. Only because it makes more sense at that point to retool with young talent. That's cheap that you don't have to pay. Right, so to me, Julio. If 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 I if I draft Justin Fields, Julio's gone too. Mm. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. It's, I think uh, you're. I think you're over. Yeah. You're over. You're putting too much on Matty Ice. Mm-hmm. First of all, the the nigga was there, and they with they a top five pick. <laughs> so it ain't like he doing that much to make you like, oh, this is a middle of the pack quarterback. Look, my thing is, my thing is this. You keep a nigga, you keep you draft Justin Fields, keep him on the tuck for a year, just you like do. how they did Mahomes. Just and like then you start him. What, what I would do and what Atlanta's gonna do is two different things. No, I, I agree. I'm just saying, like, that what you're saying is what I feel like most media pundits would say, would argue. And I'm just like, that makes no fucking sense. To me, what I, and that's what I'm saying. What I would do, coming from a person saying two years ago, I get rid of this guy, right? I, I would have been got rid of him. Matty Ice wouldn't, wouldn't have been on my roster already. But what Atlanta's gonna do is that they're gonna move. So you'll be shocked that they took a quarterback. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And that's and, and that's so crazy that because anytime you get a chance to draft a franchise quarterback, you should do it. You got to do you it. You should do if it. You got the fourth uh, pick uh, in the draft. Unless you got like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the only time. And, and even they did it. Even even they did it with with Love. They drafted well, Love in the first round. They fucked up. And I I can't say that. Well, we'll get. How, we'll, Hold on, I want to get beast thoughts. You was about to say something? No, I was just saying. I mean, yeah, I, I, I think it'd be smart. I get FIFA what you're saying about the contract situation with Matt, Matt Ryan, but get Justin Fields, man. Let him, let him. He's homegrown. Let him sit for a year or two because we all know that Matt Ryan is pretty much on his last little few legs. So, Correct. groom him. Uh, that's the best, the smart thing to do. But I mean, from yeah. a financial standpoint. I definitely get what FIFA's saying because yeah, Matty Ice got that contract, got that big contract, so it's kind of hard to just, I don't know. I, I just, I, I just, I, I would like for them to get Justin Fields just because he's homegrown and I mean he's showing in this pro day that he's the man can throw. I mean I know diff, it's definitely different when you got pressure up on you and everything, but no, I think they should do. It. I mean Green Bay did it because we knew that Greg Farr was on this last last few little legs. Correct. So I don't, you know what I'm saying. So I don't understand why. Atlanta won't do the same thing, but you know, different franchises. And how many how many years did Aaron Rodgers sit? Was it three? It was like yeah, I want to say three. I, I like three. thought it was three. I thought three it, was three. it was like three. He was drafted in 05. He played in 08. Correct. Played and three see, years, you've forgotten yeah. about him. That's what I'm saying. So that's why I say even love is not a bad idea. You you draft a quarterback that can learn behind one of the greats because they're not gonna be there forever. They're, they're not gonna not. be great forever. Matt 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 Ryan is an amazing leader. That's the one thing I got because I went to train the camp a couple times and I saw him as a leader more than anything else. He led men. I don't know if you saw him on Hard Knocks. He did the same thing there. This guy is probably one of the greatest leaders in football. But his playing, he's never been that great, to be honest with you. 
but he was the best replacement for a guy like a Michael Vick, for example. Justin Fields is that next wave. You bring him in, let him learn from Matt I- Matty Ice, because I know Matt would teach him. That's his personality. That's who he is. He already got paid, so he ain't got mm-hmm. no reason to be there. Yeah, yeah, he he gonna trip. Be like this guy. We know Justin Fields can play. We've seen him do it. He did it on the field. He did it in the games that count. He played against Trevor Lawrence head to head and kicked his butt all over the field. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just did it. Clemson was great, and he kicked Clemson's butt. It wasn't even close. You know what I'm saying? And we know he can play. The big moments don't mean anything to him. And I see a lot of people saying they don't trust Ohio State quarterbacks. I get it. But, you know, he's a Georgia guy, to be honest. The only reason he went to Ohio State was because he couldn't get on the field of Georgia because he was better than the you guy in front of you him. Can't yeah, trust no- yeah, he, you know, he has uh, character issues. I don't know if y'all heard that. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, I saw what you posted when you posted in the chat, Ken. Yeah, you got character issues. Can't bring him here. We don't want that here. That's crazy. Because you would think, <laughs> black, you would think just based on That's his character issue. He's black. Mm-hmm. It's the character issues. He's black. That's why. Yep. Yep. All right. I mean, um, it, de- it depends on the quarterback, man. So it, it depends. You know, Jordan Love is one. You know, if you have a quarterback, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, of course, we didn't know Aaron Rodgers was going to be Aaron Rodgers. So obviously, in hindsight, Green Bay looks like I don't know. I mean, that. what? Yeah, people. I mean, Aaron Rodgers had a high upside though because people he had a high upside. Remember, people were so think... shocked that he dropped. Remember, they were just mm-hmm. like, well, "Yeah, Aaron people Rodgers were shocked," but I don't think anybody really believed that Aaron Rodgers would turn out man. to be. Aaron the way he was, was acting on Ellen draft night, they was like, "Well, yeah, for so the value, the... like he was, yeah. he was rated as a top ten pick, and then he drops to the end of the first round." So, yeah, from that perspective, you know, what I'm it saying was, it was yes, the same but thing. I don't, he. He had upside and he had the intangibles, but Jordan Love, I don't before. think anybody, only Green Bay looked at Jordan Love that way because I saw Jordan Love play. I was like, uh, I don't think this is a guy you replace Aaron Rodgers. I, I think with. that about like, Zach hey, Wilson. We'll see. I think about that, but everybody outside of Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields and maybe Trey Lance, everybody else is a, is a wash for me. I, I think, think all so these too. other motherfucking quarterbacks. The only reason why I like Mac Jones because he sounded like Mike Jones. <laughs> That's sorry. If he don't have that assistant, no if bro. somebody at the podium don't say who, yeah. <laughs> Mac Jones. Hey, Mac, Mac Jones is a solid career backup. That's, That's what he is. That's one of the is. best football names you're going to get. You know, he can't beat it. <laughs> solid career backup. And then, you, like I said, Zach, um, I keep forgetting his last name. But he lost to, like I said, he lost to Coastal Carolina. Look, I can't. I can't this, get past hey, that, that. He didn't talk to Manny. That's his squad. That's gonna draft. <laughs> I, I can't get past it. You go by a little. Yeah, it's easy to do it. I did some shorts. Yeah, he made some nice throws in shorts. What? What that mean? Who was that? Belichick. Sh- sh- it was Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Yeah, he he saw Mac Jones throw the ball. He was like, nope. Quarterbacks. Listen, I. It, that's why this thing gets you fired or gets you in the Hall of Fame, man. Because there's no. There's there's no there's no easy science to this, man. There's dudes that people thought were going to be great and end up being busts, and there's dudes that you couldn't think five minutes of and end up being great. I mean, it's, it's there's there's no inexact there's there's no exact science to this, man. For real. I mean, how the hell do we know? You could draft Justin Fields and he breaks his leg first practice. It's never the same again. Like who who knows? Who the hell knows, man? You're trying your best. Um, I do know Mac Jones is not the answer at three. I I, I know that. I mean. I don't know how you put Mac yeah. Jones and Justin Fields in a field together at the same time, and you come I out of that it, thinking 
Mac Shit, Jones. If Sam Donald was drafted three, you can draft Mac Jones at three because he's better than Sam Donald. Sam, Sam has Mike Mac Jones is not better than <laughs> Sam Donald. So Mac stop Jones that. better than Sam Donald? Yes. No, he's not. Mac Jones no, better he's than not. Sam Donald. No, Sam Donald is You give Sam well, Donald just, Jerry man, Judy. Jerry, you give Mac Jones Jerry Judy. Hold on, hold on. One at a time. What was you saying, Manny? How is Mac Jones better than Sam Donald? How is he not? How is he not? You put, you put, you First put of all, Sammy. one has played in the NFL, one hasn't. We don't know what Mac Jones is in the NFL. It's I know what he is in Alabama. You put, one, one, you put Sammy on that team when Nick Saban, he's mm-hmm. going to do yes, that or he's Absolutely. Born. No. Yep. One what? On, Shelton. You put what now? Sammy on that Alabama team that Mac Jones was He'll on. throw more interceptions he, than he did. He'll do just like he did in college. Cut Shelton Mike off. Because teams were good. Man, the man crazy. turned the ball over. He's he's bro. Who's the quarterback? Who's the quarterback? Same thing with Josh Alabama. Rose, they the same. Who's the, who, Alabama won a championship with with uh what's his face at quarterback? Two who? nondescript quarterbacks. They won it oh, with wait. uh with what? Who? Who? AJ McCarron. AJ McCarron. Um, yeah. who's the dude that they won before Jalen Hurts? That won one with before Jalen Hurts. Uh, uh, a white dude. It was a white dude. Random. Right it was a random dude. Yeah, Sam like, Donald's trash. Sam Donald's the worst quarterback in the league. Come on, man. I, please, please, please record this. Y'all can't blame, y'all y'all blame, blame, this, y'all blame this on the Jets. Like, it's, it's all the Jets. <laughs> like, this man is bad. Not Did y'all not watch him play? Oh, man. It, he, who's worse than him? Teddy? Teddy's not <laughs> worse than him. Teddy threw 20 touchdowns, had 11 interceptions. <laughs> that touchdown to interception ratio ain't good, bro. 20 to 11 is better than uh, last place Donald. Ooh. Oh, and I don't even I'm, I'm not saying Teddy had a bad year I'm not saying Teddy had a great year none of that I'm saying compared to Darnold say the Panthers if you compared to Darnold that white boy went down McCaffrey <laughs> yeah that was rough it was over <laughs> <laughs> the white man can't jump black nah. man can't throw <laughs> <laughs> alright let's let's move on to the NBA um, there's a couple uh, news announcements we got a little thing we're going to do later on but Drew Holiday Mm. Signs a four-year extension with the Milwaukee Bucks for like I think worth up to 160, 160. mil. Was this a smart move by Drew Holiday? Yeah, get, yeah. Your money. yeah. get your money, get, get your bread. Absolutely. This long money is not guaranteed in, in your career, man. If you can secure yourself, secure your family, whatever, get that bread, bro. Where else are we gonna get it at? Exactly. I'm not Thank saying you. that, I'm Thank just you. talking about Thank tying you, himself to the organization. It, it, You're not t- so so so. This is the misconception of a contract. Go ahead. The contract you you sign with the NBA, not necessarily with that particular team. Now the the details of that contract affect that team, but you are guaranteed a position in the NBA for as long as you have that contract or the money that's assigned to that contract. So it, so it doesn't matter from Drew's perspective. It could have been the motherfuckers in Timbuktu give that motherfucker four four years, one hundred sixty million. He gonna sign it. Correct. What kind of basketball they play. I don't know. I still I still look at it though. I, I, right know, like, I might hit a beef on sabbatical be gone for two weeks, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Come back like, hey bro, they tripping over there. But I got paid. But you got paid though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So so from Drew's perspective, the shit don't matter who what team that shit is attached to. Okay. It's the fact that he signed that motherfucker and is guaranteed no matter what. Yeah. That's what's most important. Who we need to be questioning is the Milwaukee Bucks. And I've always mm-hmm. said with small market teams, here's the thing. I don't think that the price is astronomical. I think for what he provides for that team and how they're constructed, 
I think it's a fairly reasonable deal. The person that they did overpay is Chris Middleton. Yeah. Um, and I also think that they could have kept Malcolm Brogdon. They could have made some other moves, but it is what it yeah. is. Yeah. Malcolm but Brogdon was the bad one. Team like that, like I said with Rudy Gobert, you got to pay the guys you got because yeah. you're not gonna just go get all of the sexy names and free agent. You're Ain't nobody say I want to go live in Milwaukee for the next five years of my life. Who say that? Unless you're getting paid 160 million. Even right. then, I got a question. Yeah. Or if you win. If I have an opportunity to go to California, Texas, Florida, Georgia, I'm, I'm picking that just for the off same money. lifestyle. Yeah, for the same money, yeah. Or even a couple million less. Yes, yeah. For 10, 20 million less, I might go to Florida, bro. I might go to Miami or Orlando, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You I'll know take, what I'm saying? One, unless you're, unless you're winning or playing Miami. with a generational talent. I'll take yeah, one. Come on, 60 for Milwaukee. Well, I'll, I'll leave 20 mil on the table, bro. What'd you say, Manny? I'm saying you'll, you'll play in a small market if you're like in San Antonio. Like, realistically, San Antonio isn't exactly New York City, but Tim Duncan was there and you get a chance to play with a generational talent. So it depends. It depends on I mean, you can't always. Manny, Manny, hold on, hold on, hold on. He was, he was drafted there. Exa- thank you. Thank you. Uh, everybody that made San Antonio. Who is San Antonio? They drafted them. They, they drafted them. But I'm saying, like, they, they as a free agent, I'm just saying from a free agent perspective, I get you, right? No, you would think any free agent would want to play in a big market or in a big city, like, or in a big, or in a LA, you know, whatever, right? But some guys aren't wired the same way. I don't know, man. You, you wave 140, 50 million at somebody, you know, depending on where, where your priorities are in life, I guess you, you pick wherever you, you play. Going. I don't know. Nobody's going. Yeah. At this, at this, <laughs> at this stage, Milwaukee, those guys, if, Milwaukee, if Milwaukee becomes a, a destination, it's because they win, not because of the locale. Obviously. Not even. Still not going. Still not going. Who knows, man? Who knows, man? I'm not saying the majority of the NBA is going to want to go there. I'm just saying there might be a dude that hey, takes their money. Manny, there's 400 jobs in the NBA, dog. There's only 400. So that means that you being that selective is, is not is not a real possibility unless your name is up there. Yeah. And if your name is up there and Milwaukee is an opportunity, but so is some other sexy destinations, you're going to pick those other destinations. It's just yeah. what it is. Yeah. If I'm going to yeah. have to live in the cold, take my ass to Brooklyn, New York, Chicago. Mm-hmm. You rather play for the <laughs> Bucks, right? You rather play for the Bulls than the Bucks yeah. right now? <laughs> Hell no. Nah. What is it? Milwaukee? Mm-mm. Hell no, nah, bro. You would no, rather play for the Bulls right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> y'all don't hey, give me the Bucks if I got to play for the Bulls, man. Give me the Bucks. <laughs> All right, that's me. But hey, B, what it's you think about Chicago. the uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, Chicago's amazing? Yeah, Chicago. No, no, ain't nothing against the city. I'm talking about the organization. Like, but look, no. look, 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 you, look, look, look. You at the end of the day, like you get paid to play ball, and you won't play ball wherever the hell you go. Now, the relationships that you make along the way. It's kind of what determines it, but you are the commodity. If you're not happy and you're one of the top guys, guess what happened? GM is gone and coach is gone. Mm-hmm. Who's still with the Bulls right now? Zach Levine? Zach, he ain't going nowhere. <laughs> he, ain't going, he ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. They're building around him. Yeah. The only other person outside of Zach Levine in the next three years that ain't going to go nowhere is the owner. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Star player, owner, they ain't going nowhere. Right. The rest of y'all... Man, it's, not, it's not about y'all. It's about me that just signed a $140, $200 million contract. Mm-hmm. No, man. What's but the point I'm making it is about is what you're prioritizing. Are you prioritizing winning or are you prioritizing your lifestyle? Because, of course, if it's about money? lifestyle, if, but the money's the same everywhere. You're going to get $140 million in Milwaukee, the same money you're going to get in L.A. 
I know taxes and all that stuff. I'm, I'm not it's talking been different, that. though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess maybe. Yeah, them dudes ain't going there. It's just like Charlotte. It's the same thing in Charlotte. They, mm-hmm. they said the same thing. We signed Gordon Hayward because we had to. You know what I'm saying? Initially, everybody was like, why do they give Gordon Hayward so much money? Well, you're not going to attract the big name free agents in mm-hmm. these small markets. It's not going to happen. Just like they're saying Zion is going to leave New Orleans as soon as he can. You have to get what you can get. And it's that isn't that kind of the guy. problem, though? The, the, Drew, the Drew Holidays, the Gordon Haywards, those, mid, those mid-level guys who, like you said, they're, they're a little later on in their careers, those are the guys that you get in these small markets. And you overpay them because you have to. But, but isn't that in of itself is an issue, right? Like, isn't that a problem long term from a sustainable standpoint? I'm not. I, I, nope. I'm not disagreeing with anything that y'all are saying. By the way, I'm just saying, like, you know, why if you're not, Charlotte? What what hope do you have then? If you can't attract big name free agents, what hope no, do you no, have? No, 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 no. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. You have thank to draft you. well. You have to draft well. Okay. Because and then the in thing. five years, Lamelo can peace out and go no, somewhere no, else. No, here, this is the other misconception. That person you draft ain't gonna walk. You know why they're not going to walk? Because you're going to leave over a hundred fucking million dollars yep. on the damn table. Right. It's, it's, We've it's seen others do the it. The worst financial decision to not re-up that first time with the team that drafted you. So you're going to be, if you are a first round pick, especially if you're a lottery pick, plan to be with that. T- if you're if you're the guy now, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. everybody's not the motherfucking guy. But if they want to keep you around, you're going to be with that organization at least six to eight years. Yes. Six to nope. eight years. But we've it's seen- not until you get until you're Prime prime is when you can actually make that decision to actually walk. So as a young as a young team, as great as LaMelo is and all of that, I know they're still in the playoffs, but it's primarily because they're in the East. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. If they was if, if we was doing the NBA draft just based off of um uh, uh um standing, and, and they would be in the fucking lottery again. Mm-hmm. They, they look like a lottery team without LaMelo out there. That's just my opinion. They do. That is. <laughs> you know true. what I'm saying? So, 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 so this is why you draft the LaMelo. Oh, shit. He's a lot better than what we thought he was going to be. He's mm. more ready than we thought he's going to be. We still suck. We still draft high. It may not be as good as LaMelo, but right. you draft that person. And you hope to build up that person's value to then be like, well, shit, you really don't work, but your value is there. Now we can move you and move pieces around. That's how it goes. So the misconception is that somebody's gonna walk after they after they get drafted. It's not gonna happen. You you draft that player as a lottery pick, you're gonna have him for six to eight years. All right, Lamelo was going to LA when his contract up. That's what his daddy said. His daddy said a lot of shit. Yeah, his, yeah. His, uh, <laughs> Until Le- I, LeVar I, not in control of shit no more. <laughs> um he let it B, did you like the signing? Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I didn't see no issue with it. I mean, didn't Mike Conley get like a buku of money when he sent signed with Memphis? You know what I'm saying? So I I don't I don't see no big fuss about the about the thing. I'm I'm just happy that the brother was able to sign a big contract and whatever it can help him and his family. That's dope. I mean, Drew Holiday is a good player. I think he's definitely a solid, a great on ball defensive player for that to add for that team. So, but I mean, you know, it is like, damn, you want to be in that. Being Milwaukee for that many more years. I mean, we don't know if Giannis going to stay there or not. We don't know. We just don't know the future of that team. But if he want to grab that, get that. Does Giannis that have paper, an opt out? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I got to double check. Let me double check on that. Yeah. I don't know if he. Because I don't think he does. I'm not sure. Well, if he doesn't, then he good. You said. You said. That contract he just signed. 
Giannis? Does he have an opt out after a year or two? Because I think it's a four year deal, right? A four or five year deal? Yeah, it's a four yeah, year, yeah. million dollar deal. Yeah, they always do an opt for uh, on that last year. Yeah, he has a uh, player option in twenty twenty five. So it's pretty much what a five year, a four year, four year deal, four year deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. he, his extension was the five year, two hundred and twenty eight million dollars. Like, yeah, damn. But essentially, he doesn't have an opt out. He has a player option, a player option. Yeah, after. he just got the player option, but does, yeah, he doesn't have an okay. opt out. I mean, so Giannis will be there at least for till twenty twenty five, at least. So yeah, it works out. Um, moving on in other news. Yesterday, the, the Knicks and the Nets played a hard-fought game. That was a good game. That was a really good game. Um, mm-hmm. Shout-out to Julius Randle got triple-double, but they, the, Knicks, the Knicks, unfortunately, lost. I'm worried about them. I'm trying to... I'm trying, I got a picture saved for if they make hey, the playoffs. I but, can post that shit, and I can be shitting all y'all niggas. But, let me ask you a question. How many did quickly score last night? Um, James Harden, unfortunately... How many did the mother score? Huh? I mean, the mm. score. Yeah. Almost the same as much amount as quickly. <laughs> uh, James Harden, unfortunately, he came back in that game, but had to leave four minutes in because of oh, hamstring bro. issues. Um, but they still won with just Kyrie. However, did you see Kyrie? Though? Kyrie looked like Kyrie made like that looked like Cleveland Kyrie. They was like, look, if this nigga could do this, we'll take it. That looked like Cleveland Kyrie. You want PTO? You can have it, my nigga. As long as you're here doing that shit. I was burning some incense myself. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, my question to y'all is, should they rest Harden and KD into the playoffs? Yes, Yes, sir. (laughs) They resting now anyway. They resting anyway, yeah. For sure. Look, 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 look. look. Like, like, obviously, all of the moves have expedited the timeline from, okay, we should be able to compete because we got two of the top 15 players in the league to, hey, shit. Y'all niggas, y'all niggas don't win. What the hell wrong with you? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, like that's how much this shit got expedited. So, no. Save all them niggas for the playoffs because that's really the only thing that matters. As long as you got one of them dudes out there right now, that, that's all you need for some type of continuity. Yeah. But save those guys. You and know? that's, you know, and that's why you got the Blakes and, and the LaMarcus you know, exactly. and stuff like that. They can mm-hmm. be, and Ky, with Kyrie as the lead dog, you know, you're good to we go. We can maintain. Right. Yep. This nigga, this nigga was doing some shit. <laughs> I, I saw Julius Randle give him the best defense I've ever seen a big man do. The nigga still banked it off the... Yeah. You had shots. Like, this hey, is Kyrie, man. This right. Is, hey, hey the, left, the left hand, when he went and he, he dribbled, put the ball out, got fouled, coming Disgusting. through the lane, jumped Disgusting. up, two people over him like this. He like, no, 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 I'm going to just wait. Left hand, yo. Yo, there's never been a question of his talent. There's there's literally never been a question about his talent. It's it's all the other stuff. And if and if he could just manage that as a coach, if you could just manage a little bit of that, yeah, Kyrie's that dude and health and health because he Kyrie is prone to to get hurt. It is what it is. You you know the one thing that I hate when people I talk to certain basketball people and they tell me, it looks like it's so hard for Kyrie to score. First of all. Do you understand that? the level of athleticism that this Who man is that? going up against night in, night out? Mm-hmm. It, it's going to look hard. I can't jump out the gym. I'm not 6'9". I'm not, you know what I'm saying? So it is going to be harder. But it's all about how you finish yeah. and the moves you have to even get to the points to finish. Mm-hmm. That dude, Kyrie, 
nothing like him in the NBA ever. Yes. He's he may be the most skilled offensive player of all time, bro. Because it's because, like different. you said, it's not athleticism. It's it's, it's all skill. skill. It's all skill. And this is see, like like when I watch certain players play, right? I'm I'm, I'm gonna compare Steph Curry right now. When I watch Steph Curry dribble, I'm like, I know the drill to get me that nice. When I watch Kyrie dribble, he don't have no moves. He created him as he, created as he, he reacts to everything. There's nothing that is predetermined in terms of, oh, I'm going to hit him with this move. No, Kyrie goes out there. He, he's like, I'm telling you, he's like Mayweather in the ring. He ain't going to watch no tape on you. He ain't going gonna to fill you out. And whatever the hell happens, it's going to happen. But I'm not the one that's going to be looking messed up. It's going to be you. Mm-hmm. And that's just what he does, man. Ky- Kyrie is exceptional. I ain't never seen nothing like it, man. Would you take Kyrie at his best over Dame at his yes. best? Yes. Kyrie's more special than Dame. And Ky- Dame is obviously special. But 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 Kyrie's superpower, we ain't never seen before. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Dame is another one. Dame is great because of his work ethic. Kyrie is just touched. Like, here, yeah, yeah. To me, he got something different. To well, me, I think that's some of that voodoo he probably did. <laughs> yeah. Damn, not, vo- not voodoo, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> to me, Kyrie's just the most dangerous scorer when, just period, on the I was, court. I, and I was going to ask you that question. You yeah. think he's more more deadly than even KD? Nope. Kyrie, KD's KD more to me is, K- Yeah, KD's more efficient. KD, KD can take about efficient. five shots and have 40 points. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how he'll do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but Kyrie is just more of like, even when, like, I, anytime he, sh- I know we say this about Steph. Anytime he shoots, it's like he's going in. But like with Kyrie, it's like anywhere on the court that he's on, mm-hmm. he is going to score. I can't really say that about most motherfuckers. Yeah. Like he can score. And, and and the thing about it that I'll make you double think that question about KD is just that Kyrie, like FIFO said, he's not athletic. KD is a physical presence. You're not going to block his shot because he can <laughs> shoot right over you. He can shoot over anybody. He shot over dirt. <laughs> but with I'll- Kyrie, it's like he's a somewhat average height as far as like in the NBA and he still gets busy with I, anybody. I was told to tell you, hold up now, Kobe is the greatest score I've ever seen. 81. Uh, I, I wouldn't that. say that. Kobe? Factory. Factory. Kobe? Kobe told you that? No, you no, I said you don't <laughs> oh, think Kobe is. <laughs> I was about to say, if you talk to Kobe, <laughs> boy, no, Kobe, that should be one of your Y'all guests that think. you bring on. I nigga. know, right? I know. <laughs> like, what you bringing up in here? We'll be back after this quick break. Hey, we got a super chat uh, from Corey Lyons. Hey, speaking of super chats, in case y'all didn't know, because uh, some people in the chat uh, sent a message asking how to super chat. You can see the dollar sign on the chat in the corner. And what that does is that helps us to keep this business running. It helps us to bring you more content, more guests. All the stuff that we do is through your support. So if you got questions... Please super chat and help us out. The donations do help. Where else can they donate, Ken? PayPal. Deadinsports at gmail.com. PayPal. Deadinsports at gmail.com. All of your help is appreciated. We appreciate y'all got all stimuluses. y'all joining us. Say it again. Y'all got stimuluses. Y'all can cut Oh, that, yeah. You get your serve. $20. Come on now. So please, please. All the super chats help us. We use that money to keep the show going. So please help us out with that and appreciate y'all in advance. Corey Lyons with the Super Chat. Appreciate you, Corey. As always, uh, if Brooklyn does what is expected and win the chip, do you think there will be another super team to be formed to counter them? Yes. The Lakers. Immediately. <laughs> what, do you, 
LeBron the How? greatest GM in the game. Oh, you mean stuff? Stuff gonna go play with yep. him? Yep. You know he recruiting. One hundred percent. I I one hundred percent can see that happen. Mm. The only natural team that I can see is Denver, if everybody's at peak because like mm-hmm. of their talents and skill set. Skill set. Outside of that, yeah, you gotta build somebody. Like the Lakers would have to get Steph and maybe another piece. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, yeah that's like they they the Nets right now at if they're all healthy. They have so many tiers. Like, their bench could start. At they point. do. And, and I was watching the game the other day. We talked about the – speaking of Denver, we talked about the trade impacts and, and all the stuff at the deadline. I don't know if y'all saw Aaron Williams – I mean, uh, Aaron, Aaron Gordon, Gordon play. But what he brought to the table was exactly what that team needed. I mentioned yep. that was my trade going into it. Man, he brought exactly what they needed. They needed defense in, in, the, yep. in the post. And they needed a slasher that Joker could kick that ball to yeah. and make some things happen. And that's exactly what he did in that game. That game they just played against Orlando the other night. I watched that game and they were down in the first half, maybe 20 points, something like that. The second, he let them in score and he brought them back. They just came back like it wasn't nothing. It was, it was like they just played around. It was like, Are y'all ready to play? Yeah, B and I was talking about that uh, Sunday, I think. He's, he's, I mean, he's a perfect fit. Yes. He's a perfect fit for that team. He is. You yeah. know, um, so I know Manny's going to have to eat his words on that one. Um, because he he wasn't really liking Aaron Gordon, but uh, you know the thing the thing I like about Denver the season over yet, <laughs> it's just beginning. The thing I like about Denver is the fact that all their players are complementary, mm-hmm. meaning that they literally fit like pieces to to a puzzle. Jamal Murray is not a true point guard, but when you have a point center, you don't need a true point guard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's very efficient with his shot, his decision-making, things of that nature. And he's a guard with size. Not tremendous athleticism, but a guard with size. You got Michael Porter Jr., 6'10", face-up game, three-point shot, could put the ball on the, on, on, on the mm-hmm. deck, grabs rebounds, has high-level IQ, can play offer on the ball. You know what I'm saying? Then you add Aaron Gordon, athletic freak. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, high IQ with the ball. Well, high IQ overall with the ball, he's still improving, mm-hmm. uh, but knows how to play on or off the ball. And then we got Joker, MVP candidate, point center in the league, uh, top three passer, top five passer in the NBA right now. All of that works together because Mike Malone is also a top tier fucking coach. Right. And I don't think he gets enough praise. You put all of that together in, in addition to the experience that they got in the bubble last year, this team in my opinion, it's probably going to be the scariest team to play in the playoffs. Right. And they're not in... in Lakers in five years? Hmm? No, we, this year. It's still in five years. Oh, yeah. They got a decade-long bet. And they got Bowl Bowl on the bench. I know what it is. Bowl, come Will y'all stop with the Bowl Bowl, okay? Ken hate. Ken hates Bowl They keep hyping this dude. Bowl Bowl is on the bench. Hey, but you know what? What's crazy, too, about that team is they are unselfish. They don't care who scores. And you know what I'm saying? My, um, um, Michael, Michael Porter Jr. hit a three from the corner, and the whole team went crazy. I ain't seen that in a while. So to see the team go crazy like that, like it meant something. Every time somebody scored, everybody was up. Everybody was excited. Mm. I was like, that's basketball. That's how it should be. Watching them, I, lo- I love watching them. I think that they're they going to be a force to be reckoned with. Mm. Lakers and six. Yeah. It's gonna be, I ain't <laughs> said, I'm, I'm not saying that. But he's like, Lakers in six, baby. <laughs> yes, that, yeah, I'm not, and I was gonna say, man, I was gonna say, I'm not saying they're gonna win it this year. I can't, I can't go that far yet. But I wouldn't want to play them. 
He gonna get there. He gonna get there. I yeah. might get he there. Get I might get there. there. I, I would I, if I was the he Lakers. Say Denver and seven. Yeah, just to be yeah. Yeah. right now. Just to stretch it out. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't think so. Because you know what? It, it's not gonna be their year until Michael Porter assumes like the number one scoring. Once role. he's the yeah, like once he's like, our buckets are coming through him. Everybody else does what they do, but when MPJ assumes that role, of top, mm-hmm. I, like I'm gonna eat the most next year. It'd be, that's what it, it'll be next year. But that, but that's when Denver takes that ascension. We'll it's, it's on MPJ. Um, going back, I, I forgot to mention this before the NBA, but there was a whole basketball tournament throughout this time that we it was NCAA tournament. That we, what you talking about? What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> that we um we didn't really pay attention to until the Final Four. Honestly, like I most didn't. most people Terrible. in the country, I didn't Terrible. at all. Um, <laughs> at all. But the Final Four was very interesting. At least for who. Shit, at least for me, I bet money on UCLA. And I was watching that game. Mm. Game, I was pissed. Um, but I wanted to get y'all thoughts. The NBA draft is coming up uh, at the end of July, July 29th. The lottery, I believe, is June 22nd. But we got the chances. This is what the whole tournament is about, to see who potentially can come into the NBA and be, you know, the next superstars of the league. Uh, but I just want to get y'all overall thoughts on the Final Four. Um, we can go from, you know, starting from the... Uh, Baylor and Houston and UCLA Gonzaga or all the way up to the championship. Overall thoughts. Do you watch man, when I saw when, yeah, when I when I was watching that Baylor and Houston game? <clears throat> Cause I actually thought that was gonna be a closer game because Houston they they defense oh, they is freaking crazy. So but man, the way Baylor handled handle um handled them boys and Baylor they just been playing good all year. I mean mm-hmm. both of these teams it was funny ironically both of these teams in the national championship they were the preseason number one and number two teams going into this season. So it's kind of funny that they both, you know, end up playing each other for the mm-hmm. championship. But yeah, the way Baylor was playing in these last few games in that tournament, I was like, man, like, you know, people always, I Google guy and over uh, Gonzaga just because they was an undefeated team. But I'm like, yo, them Gonzaga ain't playing them boys like a Baylor team. I said, no. and I kept, I kept telling Ken, I said, man, better about that. They about to whoop their ass. Like I was saying that before the game. I was like, man, Baylor about to whoop these dudes' ass. And Ken was like, Yeah, I hope so too. I hope so too. But yeah, the way Baylor played them, man, was incredible. Like it's like they literally bully balled them. Like, and and yeah. Gonzaga did not know how to handle that, like at all. And but shout out to Suggs though in the final four game. Um, hitting that very, very big shot, man. Um, to uh in overtime. For them to get the win, that was that was pretty that was pretty damn big, man. Against UCLA, um, and shout out to UCLA because UCLA was a play-in team. Like, yeah, they started out a play-in game. You know, they were underranked. They should have been. Yeah, yes, yeah. So the fact that they you know scrapped through it and and got through all their wins, they beat Michigan State. They beat you know end up beating Michigan. They beat both of the Michigan schools actually, and and yeah, man. So UCLA had a hell of a run. So shout out to them. It would they would definitely be dope to see them like make it all the way to the to the finals um, and and upset um Gonzaga the Zags, but no nah, man, that, that damn Baylor squad, they was on a mission. When I saw them beat Houston, and then right after that, we saw the Gonzaga game. I was like, Oh yeah, Gonzaga don't got none for them, them Baylor boys. It's gonna it's unless Baylor had a horrible shooting day, it was gonna be a wrap for uh Gonzaga, regardless, man. Like that shit. Was poetry in motion. I, I, hey, it was I, poetry in motion. I was gonna say, B, I don't even know if they had a horrible shooting game, but they still could have won that game because they was re- getting every rebound. Yeah, they was. So yeah, them yeah. dudes was. That was. I, I, I was telling my brother, I was like, man, 
That's like them white dudes from the YMCA going down playing them brothers in man, the park. That was, they wasn't prepared for that action. They weren't prepared for that action at all. They weren't prepared for that. At all, man. I love every and shout out. I think most Butler, um, he was the first player since Carmelo in the uh championship game that had 20 points and seven assists plus. So yeah, that was a that was a that was just a well-played game by them. I mean, it was on, on every they were beating them at every phase. I'm talking yeah. about offensively. Defensively, it looked like they was playing. It looked like seven players out there on the court. One of my yep. friends said it. Yep. They probably need to change it up. He was my boys was telling me that they need to change up the defense. Gonzaga, mm-hmm. I was like, unless they go into a three four mm-hmm. with a couple of safeties back there, ain't <laughs> right. nothing they can ain't do with this team change. tonight. Yeah. I was like, ain't nothing. It, ain't, there's nothing you can change the, up. Tell me within the first when the, within the first five six minutes of the game, you knew who was going to win. I mean, even though granted, we know basketball can be a game of runs. You know what I'm saying, but. The, it's just a body language. I look for body language, man. And the way <laughs> the way Gonzaga was looking, man, after the first few minutes, I was like, "Oh, this game is won. Like barely, barely yeah. won. This game is how over. much? Like, how much do you guys think going through overtime that emo- the emotions of that game? Not taking anything away from Baylor because Baylor just completely demoralized Gonzaga. But how much? Yeah, how much of that do y'all think playing that game on Saturday night? That that none. emotional roller coaster. None. I was, none. I was I was I was going to say none. I thought none. Manny. Speaking of that, I thought that that was going to help them. That's I thought so too. Right. I thought so too. Right. That's what yeah. I was. Right. That's what right. made me have a little confidence because in. and because I, I don't mean to cut you off, Sheldon. I mean, only because like the reason why, and I agree with you, is because like you know they need you know Gonzaga been kind of beating teams easily you know for the for the mm-hmm. most part. So I felt like that UCLA game was a good wake up call for them. You know what I'm saying? Because it's kind of like they've been spoiled all season and all throughout this tournament. And yeah, and I, I I thought them pulling off that game against UCLA, I was like, okay, we might be in for a good national championship game. You know, even though I was still like barely going with that ass, but I was like, you know, I think it's gonna it's not gonna be like such a it's gonna be some close possessions. I think it's it would have came down to, but nah, man, <laughs> like I was completely wrong because yeah, the, the way they won that game against UCLA, I thought that was going to motivate them even more to be like, okay, we finally had our tough game. Yeah, we finally had our tough game. We finally prevailed through. We knew how to tough it out. Now let's you know let's try to take this into the national championship. But it it really looked like Baylor was hitting every shot. Did yeah. it not look like that to you? And yes, every it shot did. They Baylor, Baylor Baylor has a propensity to struggle sometimes with their shot, and they go into slumps, and that's kind of. It's kind of been the thing that's hurt that team historically is just offensively. They they kind of go into droughts. But last night, hey, for one game, they were hitting everything, man. So everything. It, it was it was good. Yeah. Shout out to Baylor, man. Baylor, Scott Drew, the, the turn that program around. I mean, that program was was nothing, you know, what, 20 years ago. And mm-hmm. to, to be where they're at right now is it's, th- it's a credit to him and his staff. So I think what players, else was, of course, I think what else was dope, too, was that no matter what, regardless who won, it was going to be a school's first time getting a national yep. championship. So I think that was yeah. I think but, that was uh, Mark Few, uh, he on the hot seat now. He's not oh, going to get no. fired. He's not going to no, get fired. Sir. Not the who, hot seat, but who? no, sir. Mark, no. Why? No, why, is, why is he on the hot seat? Mark Few's been at 20 years. 20 years, plays in a community college conference. No, like, Gonzaga used to be the Cinderella teams. No, years sir. Ago. I'm, I'm Hugh, trying not, Mark, not Gonzaga and, being and not, the Cinderella and not, team. And not, Mark Hugh has, has the be. most comfortable seat in sports. Yeah. They used Mark to be. He made them, he made them a, a respectable program now. Like, as far yes. Yeah. I mean, hot seat as far as criticism. Not he's going to lose no. his job. Obviously, he's, he's got a job for life. I'm you saying as far as criticism. What? Why not? You can't even criticize him. You can say they had a bad game, but that man was undefeated. Man, he almost here, had the, the, the first the West perfect Coast season. Conference. He plays nobody all year. 
Nobody. Every he beat year, everybody he plays played. Nobody. They beat everybody they played. How is that nobody? Which, are, which that, is nobody. They don't play anybody. everybody. That, they that UCLA. They don't that play UCLA anybody. That's who, no, they did. That you lied, so. They beat Baylor. Yeah, I, got, yeah. I got two people I want to shout out from the Final Four. First one is uh, Johnny Zuzag. Johnny yeah. From Juzang, UCLA. Yep. Juzang. He, he's going to be a top. He should be a top 15 pick after that game. Because that kid was balling. I wanted the UCLA yeah, to did. win. Um, and another one is uh, what's it, uh, Teague from Baylor. Shout out to Teague, mostly because it's a Cincinnati connect. I got to mm. shout out to Cincinnati. Um, uh, shout out to his brother as well, because I, I went to high school with him. But yeah, those, man, those two guys really showed out and they balled out. I, I, I enjoyed the Final Four. I did not think I was going to enjoy this much, especially with that UCLA-Gonzaga uh, game. Suggs, that kid is going to be a problem in the league. Mm. Man. Let's come back to him. Um, Who do you choose between him and Kay Cunningham? I, that's a, man. Kate, I knew it was over from Gonzaga the moment I saw them struggle against UCLA. Uh, yeah, you was talking shit the whole. You was waiting to talk shit after that. <laughs> you was hoping UCLA was gonna yeah. win. I know. I, I wanted. I wanted the Zags to win because I, I. I. I wouldn't have mind watching them go undefeated, but when I saw them struggle against them boys, man, I was like, and 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 YMCA out there on the court, I was like, <laughs> man, what? And I saw. I didn't watch the Baylor game. B. But I saw the highlights, mm. and I'm like, man, what the hell are they going to do with them boys? Because <laughs> the problem is, you know, Gonzaga has this, this white-ass team, and, you know, even the black kids are, are, are damn near white. <laughs> and even the dark-skinned kid on Gonzaga got blonde hair. That was going to be a problem. Everybody on ba- damn near everybody on ba- they had too much the, the melanin. It was too much melanin they, on they're Baylor. Not that, they, they're not that far from Houston. Like. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 that man, was H Town representing. Bro, they were not ready. Them boys were all over the court. They had a great game plan. Mm-hmm. They were switching and rotating. I think even one of the announcers said they were playing zone damn near like it was man. It was mm-hmm. it was man. not it was yet. incredible. Anytime it was a hell of an effort. The ball, they looked like they was open. Two um, a second later. There was two defenders. They, had no, they had no answers. Yeah, them boy Gonzaga was like, "What in the fuck is?" And this? when your best player is named Timmy, it's a wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. hey, Drew Timmy, hey. nice though. Drew Timmy, nice now. That much, bro. Yeah, I could. I'm gonna tell you the only shock of the night for me after after what was going on was the fact that they were only down ten at the half. I don't know how they got that close. It shouldn't even. It wasn't that close of a game. Nah, Gonzaga was going. They. they to me, that UCLA game tired out Gonzaga. Uh, Gonzaga, uh, Gonzaga needed probably two days instead of one day's rest because that, to me, that was their, that was their championship game into the into the uh, title game because UCLA they, got heart, bro. No, no, UCLA does got yeah, heart. Yeah, I'm was, just saying, like Gonzaga was, you could tell because the first half Gonzaga looked gassed. They didn't like they was knowing what they was making turnovers. Nah, they don't like, play anybody. Yes. They don't see no. that type of competition. No, yeah, no, I'm, I'm giving credit to Baylor. Well, no, I know you well, are, but I think I, I know you are, but I think you're you're mistaking their reaction to as 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 being tired. And that was not no, the no, case. no. They got they got punched in the mouth, but I can also see that like oh, they used a lot of their energy two nights ago as well too. So I think that's why in the second half they came. They were like. They made it somewhat of a game towards the beginning of the second half. Obviously, after a while, I was like, all right, this game is a wrap. It's over. <laughs> but yeah. it was just like, oh, okay, they're, they're starting to get their momentum back a little bit. It wasn't a blow- I was hoping it wasn't going to be a blowout. It wasn't really a blowout. Mm-hmm. No. Hey, let me, let me let y'all know. Uh, early in the season, they beat number 12, Kansas. 
Who? Them Kansas, and Kansas, Gonzaga Kansas was trash this year. After they lost to Gonzaga, they were number 12 at the time. They beat Auburn. They beat Auburn by almost 30 points. Well, Did Auburn make the tournament? Over 20. They beat West Virginia at the time, who was 13. They beat Iowa at the time, who was number eight. They won some games. They beat Virginia. They beat Virginia. They scored Virginia was down this year. Iowa was overrated. Auburn didn't make the tournament. Who are Virginia you giving me that? at the time. Every, but what I'm saying is the competition, the level of competition, they beat their non-conference, like their non-conference schedule. Their non-conference schedule. In their conference, the which is... That's strong. non-conference. Everything I've named is non-conference. That's what I'm saying. They're non-conference. I'm saying their conference schedule is a joke. That's what that's what you get. That's what you but really get battle tested. Be criticized, but in college, who you have to play in your conference? Yes, you. Uh, yeah, how when, can, when it comes to college that? basketball, you have to. Yeah. This ain't, this ain't how, like how, NBA, NFL. How can you criticize them for beating everybody in their conference? You can't. You don't criticize them. He don't criticize the wins. You criticize the competition. No, he said Mark Few was on the hot seat. His words were Mark Few was on the hot seat. He said, as far as criticism, how he said criticism, how as far as criticism, he's been there 20 feet. You want me to to tell you how you want me to tell you how can it be on the hot seat? Do you want me to tell you how? What can you you criticize this man for? You want me to tell you how? Yes. He's been there. He's been there 20 years. He plays in a literally a cakewalk league, like legit. Gonzaga knows every year they're going to be in a tournament just by just by just sheer showing up. They have more talent than any other team in that conference. Correct. They're going to be in the tournament every year. If they Correct. just if they just stay afloat, win a couple of non-conference games, helps pad their stats a little bit, and they just play conference. There's conference schedule. They're going to make the tournament. That's it's easy for them. When they get into the tournament, they flame out each and every year for the last twenty years. They flame out. They come like I I wasn't surprised by this yesterday because they do this every year. A couple of years ago, it was Florida State that beat them up. They have no answer because they don't play anybody. But everybody overhypes Gonzaga. Oh, and, and look, Gonzaga's talented. This was their most talented team, and they still flamed out. They flamed out in the championship game is what I'm saying. So what they I'm pro- saying They should have lost to UCLA. But they, they really should have. Should have. I should have won. I, I should have won some money, Should have. Should have, could have. Yeah, Jalen Suggs hit that lucky-ass shot that they were trying to hype. At least he got his. At least he got Come his. On, he makes that shot in practice all the time. He don't make. He nah. He, he didn't even know that shit was. He going. said he even told him I <laughs> yeah, haven't made did. that shot in a while. He sure did. <laughs> yeah. Well, like get the get that get out of here. It was a big time. Well, shot, so go ahead, go ahead. Since we on subs, I, I just I just want to know is he really that good? I'm asking. I'm legit asking. That was my first time playing him. You don't I, think you, he's, you don't think he's good? He 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 was a gamer when they needed him the most, but I just, I don't I don't I didn't really walk away all that impressed. I'm still trying to figure out how you going to say that this man is on the hot seat when all he does is win. <laughs> I don't care where he plays. You know, my um, coach at Winthrop. The same way you said the Lakers were going to be in the play-in game. By the way, another victory tonight. But Okay, yes. Let's see. We still ain't got there yet. I'll, I'll say They're this still going to get there. I'll say I'm this, still there. I'll say this, Sheldon. <laughs> Mick Cronin is the head coach of UCLA. Mm-hmm. His, he, his bones come from Cincinnati, UC. He always got us in the tournament for the most part. He, however, never really got us over the hump. Correct. Yes. So that by in itself deserves criticism. I, I can't. I can't say. But in college, you judge the coaches. In college, the coaches are the stars. You judge the coaches in college, and and Mark Few gets all this love. Oh, he's such a great coach. He's this, that, and the other, and he never wins the big one. And again, he has a cakewalk for a, for a, for basically for basically a two month stretch. He has a cakewalk in a league that has nobody. Maybe Santa Clara gives Gonzaga a game. BYU this year gave Gonzaga a game. Outside of that, they Jim played Bayheim. nobody in that conference. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, like Jim Beheim. Jim Beheim. 
how, it's the same thing. How, how many championships Jim Beheim had? One. He, he should have more. He should have more. But you can't say that this man should be on the hot seat or he's not a good coach. If he wins when he plays, I, I never, well, I never, I, I never that, again, that Jim's again, title is. I never is, said. Is I never said he was. Criticism. He couldn't coach. I never said he I couldn't coach. And I never said he couldn't. Mark he should Peter. be fired. I said he's on the hot seat as far as criticism, as no. far as the heat needs to be. Ter- okay, I use a different term. He needs to face more scrutiny, more backlash. Because for a guy that gets all that praise and all that criticism, he this I, constantly happens to him. And I'm this year, no excuse. He had the Manny. most talented team in the tournament. Baylor played better, but Gonzaga had the most talent. I wouldn't say they're the most talented team. They got two, mm-hmm. they got two lottery picks on a squad. The most talented team in the tournament, though? Gonzaga. No, no. Gonzaga was the, Gonzaga the, was the best team talent-wise this college basketball season. Now, that didn't, that didn't materialize really? for one um, game. I, once again, that's so, coaching. Over, over the duration he, he of the season, those, yes, they did. No, they didn't have the most talent. They had they had great coaching. Is who was what the they had. Talent, who, what team was more talented? Baylor was more talented even than that. I, I didn't watch. And, and, and like so I said, Baylor, Baylor was the number Baylor, two team I, all year. I disagree. I disagree. Baylor was the I number disagree. two team all year. Gonzaga was a better team because they were coached better. He put them in and because they played in a garbage and conference. And but yeah, when they ran up against them, they were out coached and outplayed, and you saw who was the better. Well, you just team. said they coached better. That's what I said. He coached better. You can't. How was he out coached then? If he they were outplayed and out coached better. This last game, but it was more playing than anything else. They beat him at every phase but of the game. But you mentioned that he was out coached as well, though. Oh yeah. So which one was, 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 was he more out coached or more out He was out played. I said it back. <laughs> he basically said they were better first. until they weren't. They were better until they weren't. The point that I'm making is Baylor was a better team. No, Gonzaga has two lottery picks. Uh, players on it, you can't say that who, about Baylor. Who is that? Who are the Suggs two? And who else? Suggs and Timmy. Timmy is not no <laughs> lottery pick. Timmy, and Timmy's no plenty. No, no, and Kispert. Kispert. Timmy is not no lottery. They have three NBA players: Kispert, uh, Timmy, and Suggs. NBA. They're going to be drafted in the NBA. I was going to say, no. uh, what's his name? Oh yeah, uh, was it Oyeo? And no. Aji and uh, Ajayi. Yeah, Ajayi. Yeah, yeah. Kispert. No, they got his players as a shooter. Yeah, he'll play in the NBA. Nah, he's he a second round pick. But yeah. once again, these said, guys were nobody's when they got the Gonzaga. I never, I so never get that said, man coaching credit. No, he just said I wanted picks. Mark Few. He didn't say where. Oh, he was just talking about. He just talking about in general. They got more in NBA general, yeah. talent on their roster than. than uh, once again, that's coaching. I think that a lot of that's coaching. Those guys weren't that when they got there. I just I, I, we got to back up because I, I I look again. I'm asking legit because mm-hmm. I didn't watch any games. And this is the only two college games I watch. All season, UCLA, you say you Gonzaga, and Baylor. I'm saying I was not impressed. Jalen Suggs look look good, but when you tell me they had the best talent, they didn't in the NBA in in, in the tourney. Based they had on the what best I, team, I did not they had see the that. best that's, team. And even then, is that earlier? Yeah, that's the best team. Okay, they had the best team. They had the best team in the tournament as far as team. And even that, my point is. You take Timmy, you put him on Baylor. You think he's playing like that? You think he Timmy, looking- he's not even starting. Thank you. That's my point. What? Nah, he's, he's not starting over who? Vidal? He's not starting over who? Vidal? and Baylor? Yes, he starts at Baylor. Timmy's all over. Oh, the hell he what is. What you start- Outside of Vital, Timmy wouldn't be Timmy without being in Gonzaga with Coach Few. Okay. You're Coach Few, that man, his problem. Give, give, I'm a, give I'm, respect I'm, to the players. I'm a realist. Yeah, I'm a realist. Real you act like Drew Timmy just came out of a garage somewhere. Like, dude, he looks <laughs> like <laughs> He got one of these platinum PR. He looks like, a, like one of these dudes, but not. Nah, <laughs> Timmy, Timmy, <laughs> Timmy can play. Timmy can play. Timmy's a good college player. He's trying to play basketball. He do. He do got that. I've been everywhere, man. Mustache. Oh, man, let me see what I'm Man. Man. You walk on the court in Baylor, he 
Oh yeah, Baylor gonna be like, nigga, get your ass out. You better take your ass to Washington. You see how dark skinned we are. If Timmy, if Timmy was on Baylor, Baylor would. We, we only need you. They only got one white boy on their team. He was the only. One. I could be wrong, but I think he's like the forty. In his position, who? Timmy, out of high school. I'm. He was like, Timmy is not a bum. Like y'all making it seem like he was. Oh, it was solely coaching. Then he's a talented he's kid. All American. I, mean, I mean, they go hand <laughs> in hand, but you got to have good coaching to get to that point. Where but you he's are, an all American. You're making it sound show like he's just some dude they found in a garage and just put he's him on. He's an all American because he was dude. coached up to be an all American, is what I'm making it okay, sound like. Okay, so they, they, they had no talent. Kind of so coach, he had no talent. Okay, got it. No, I didn't say that. Once again, to be an all American, you got to have a good coach to get you there if you're not an all world talent. Not everybody's there. He, right. he would not be that guy. Once again, he would be like, like without having the coaching to be there where he was, he wouldn't be that guy. He wouldn't be. He wouldn't even be a starter on most teams without the he proper coaching. He would start coaching. on Baylor, though. He would start, start, start on Baylor. Start he would start on most teams. What are you talking hey, about? Well, B, 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 start B, on. B, B. Drew Timmy is better than anybody on UNC. B, B, <laughs> B, 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 Z. On who's team? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, Sheldon, let me talk. What up, what up? What do you think, man? Because you watch a lot of college basketball, too. Timmy, yeah. little Tim, right? <laughs> Tiny Tim, Tiny Tim. Drew Timmy. <laughs> what did he start on Baylor? No. What? what? Y'all tripping? Uh, y'all, who, who, y'all, who, is, who is replacing him on Baylor? Vidal? Nobody's replacing him, but he won't start on Baylor. Yes, he would. What? He'd be the best player on Baylor. What are you talking about? Besides, you, besides, 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 uh, besides my man Butler. And, best uh, player and on Baylor? He'd be the second or third best player on Baylor besides Butler and uh Okay, okay. You said, you said you went from Let me read these super chats because Manny Tripper. Um, we them boys. Hey, we appreciate you always, we them boys, because you always showing love. We appreciate that. He says Scott Drew deserves credit for rebuilding that basketball program. Yes. <laughs> Remember, players used to kill each other over there. That's true. They really <laughs> literally. <did. laughs> literally. If you have not seen the story, man, that's an amazing yeah. story. The Patrick Dennehy story. Um, I remember those times. It was crazy. I thought that was the death of the program. And I, I never thought they'd come back to be where they are. That was, that mm. was crazy. Um, Brennan Irvin said, um, appreciate you, Brennan. Gonzaga will never get the respect until they move to a better conference. I agree with that, too. Thank I think you. It's time for them to go. And I agree with you on that they point. They do need to be in a better conference. They, why would no they be the kings of the court? Exactly. I want to leave. I would definitely leave. It's time. That team is, is is too talented at this point to keep. Like Manny said, he's he's right about that. I'm not arguing that point. It sounded like you were. Bro, you, no, was, you was no, arguing. You no, did the whole schedule no. talking about who they beat. Yes, yes. that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm they saying. Beat, the only thing you can do is play your schedule. I ain't got no control over the conference schedule. The non-conference schedule, they win those games too. So what is your argument? If they win every game they, they play, but if they was in a championship, it was in a plan their schedule, and there's nobody worth Worthwhile teams on the schedule. It was in a panty, bro. Like it, it's a pandemic. Nigga. It don't and matter. They was win. They win games every year. College basketball and they don't was do down shit with it. College college basketball was down this year. The three best teams were Michigan when Isaiah Livers was healthy, <laughs> Baylor, and Gonzaga. Those were the three best teams all year. Michigan, obviously, they lost their best player, and then Baylor rose to the top. That, that Gonzaga Drew was Timmy, up there. They just Drew didn't Timmy, well. If he had started his career at Michigan, would be a starter there either. Drew Timmy. Are you kidding me? Michigan would love Michigan? a Drew Timmy. Yeah, they Drew would Timmy. now. Again, I said, Drew Timmy is better than anybody on your team. Let's go back right and now. see Drew Timmy's freshman year stats and where he came from. 
Y'all act like this man came in the game y'all, like man, so he didn't come really, in the game like you don't gotta go, you ain't gotta go that no, deep. No, you don't. You don't gotta go that deep. All <laughs> I'm just saying, we're talking about right now. Hyping the hell out of this guy. Who? Drew Timmy. Who is? You are. I'm saying no, no, I'm I'm unhyping him. I'm saying no, he's not that good. I said he was coached up to be that good. I think you missed my point. Oh yeah, Drew. Even that, still, I don't. Drew Timmy is up. a. I, I'm not overhyping Drew. Yeah, Timmy. I'm you saying can't be I'm an All American. Talking, about, I got coached up, nigga. This, yeah, nah, yes, nigga. You <laughs> no, but he was like, he, he was like uh, second. He was top three in the whole NCAA this year, as far as like points in the paint, or something like that. True indeed. If you, if you, you can be coached up to be that. Uh, all right. Can you? I'm not saying you look like top seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, he do. Timmy. Okay. Well, I know he was. He was pissed losing to them niggas like that. Yeah, he was, he was hot. Huh? You, you see his mustache curl up a little bit. He was hot. <laughs> he, he had the hood the car, boy. This man had nine and five last year. You know, t- you know, Timmy was recruited by Texas, Michigan State. And uh, and what did he average at Arizona Gonzaga last year? Nine and five last year. Okay, so what did he average this coaching year? Coaching didn't make that man better. What did, what did he average this year? Was he a starter? Nineteen and seven. Was he a starter? No, last he wasn't year? starting last year. He was coached up. That's my point. Okay, got it. That's my point. He took. You see, that's why I like but, about. But that's that was my criticism of my. Coach. You always be you be critical of, of people without context. Like what's the like, what's like the, you what's just take it for a superficial value. Like if he don't get minutes, <laughs> of what? course he ain't gonna be able to. Do hell, it. would you give somebody minutes if they don't deserve them, bro? He's like, like oh, oh, because he don't get the minutes, he don't get the props. You don't get minutes because you ain't better than the person in front That's of you. Not always true. We in just most talk, cases, we just talked about Aaron Rodgers sitting behind Brett Favre for three years. In is that because he was trash? It, it had nothing to do with him being trash. He wasn't Brett Favre at the time. There was a reason he was sitting he behind. He's better him. than Brett Favre. Now, now he is. But he wasn't there. Correct. We don't know that. We do know that. That's why <laughs> Brett Favre started. That's why he started. That's the same thing. You but made it sound it. like he went from 9 to 19 as a starter in both years. That's why that sounded Yeah, weird. like if you... In one so year. Of course, he's not going to average 19 points because he didn't have the minutes it, to average 19 points. But you don't points. get the minutes because you're not the player that you were in the I, end. That's I my point. I understand that, but you can't be throwing those stats out It don't like matter. If, so. I, if I come no, off the that's bench... Not, that's not the if case, If I come bro. off the bench and I score 20, and I start and I'm scoring 25, it doesn't... It don't so matter. If that's the case, then why, then why, it, it, then why it, did James Harden come off the bench in OKC? Because he wasn't good? He wasn't that good then. He wasn't James Harden then. That wasn't the same James Harden as you see now. Like 30. He was not. He was not the same player. He wasn't the same player. So one year, okay. Right. One year makes all the difference to His some players if you work at it. Let's changed. go back to that Jalen Suggs. If you work at better. it, y'all act like it's the same guy. Oh, this guy, this guy, James Harden sitting on the bench. So he got, he got, he got, he got coached up in Houston. Doing what he's doing now. He got coached up in Houston. Doing what he's doing. He got coached up in Houston. He got coached up in Houston. He got him right. Mikael made James Harden. That's what I said. He could, whoever he was working with, got him right. Jalen Suggs. It could have been him. Right, Mikhail, huh? Yeah, uh, Mikhail. Like NBA legit, uh, James. Right. Yes, yes, one hundred percent. Okay, he's a lottery yeah. top fifteen pick. 100%. I know what they say. The top five pick. Well, he's top five, what? top three, maybe. What's his game? I don't know three, these niggas in sure. the draft, so that's why I'm saying I was going with top. Yeah, three. top three. Right so, now, so, the top so. three, the the top three is some combination of Evan Mobley, Jalen Suggs, or Caden, uh, Cade Cunningham. Cade Cunningham, Cunningham is, number one. Cade Cunningham number one. Jalen yeah. Suggs or Evan Mobley number two. Correct. It, it, some is, some way, shape, or form. 
is um because I was when I was watching, I was like, well, maybe it's him playing in at Gonzaga and the system and college is kind of it's you different. know kind of it's throttling different. down like the ability to see his talent because that happens a lot in college. Mm. So I didn't, you know, that's why I'm asking because I don't, I don't know, I don't know if it was. The, if he goes to an NBA team where he's allowed to be unleashed, yeah, dude's okay, gonna be yeah. Nice, man. He's have to go to Indiana or somebody. Right. He's athletic, man. I remember this. Cade is so he, smooth. He, he needs to be rooting for Jalen Suggs to come to the come to the come to. The, no, he don't. No, he don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, he does. Uh, him yes, or Cade Cunningham? Who got the Cade, number one? Cade pick Cunningham right now? is so smooth. Who got the though, number? Who got the number one? Like pick? You know, they, like they don't Cade. go by where it's record. You know, they there's lottery. You know, they go. Yeah, by right, right. But I'm saying, who has the worst record right now? I think I think Timberwolves. I want to say Timberwolves got the worst record right now. I know Detroit got the third. I know Detroit got the third worst record. Anthony wasn't it? Oh, I mean, he's hey. the, been the rookie of the year. Yeah, he sure is. Five for 15. He's my rookie last, of the year. He said five for 15 his last game. He's I ain't seen no rookie of the year. That. One game, though. Yeah, that's he, the last game. I, I just he, go by the last game. You know, game he, for that. Nine he, for he, he didn't find that game when, when he kind of scored like 12 points down the stretch to help them win. Yes, I did. Yeah. I found that game because that oh, game he was he, nine he for saw, 22. But he, 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 he mentioned the game, though. Nine for 22. He mentioned the game. We talking about this guy's stats. But I'm just saying, Jason. Hey, who the Lakers going to play in the playing game? Or in the playing um, whoever, <laughs> probably whoever is in the 10th spot, because I guarantee you they're going to be in the seventh spot. Oh, okay. Right now, the, the worst th- the worst three teams in the NBA are the, uh, it's the, it's the, the Timberwolves, the Rockets, and the Pistons. Pistons, yeah. It's the bottom four. And see, man, it keeps saying it like, like, like they ain't like they out of the woods. I mean, let's hey, look treading at water. What did I say? I said treading water. And but right now, but let's, yes, he did, but they still got a losing record in this time. They're in the fifth like place spot right now, right? They're they're only three games ahead of the seventh spot, which they is were the playing game. Three games ahead. The last time we talked about the so playing, like, no, they were playing game is ahead. eight nine, right? No, seven, eight, nine, and ten. So they're gonna seven, be in the eight, seventh nine, spot. And 10? Yes, wow, they seven against ten, eight against nine. That's what's gonna happen. Come on, NBA, yeah, the NBA tripping with that. Yeah, by the all way. I'm saying is that Manny just said they could go five hundred until they return. They're doing that. Yeah, they you said they're they one were, game under five. You said they were. You were talking like they were just not going to win games at all. I said that they were going to be in the playoff game, and I stand by that. Mm. Okay. The, Pel- the Pelicans and the Warriors right now are fighting for that ten spot. I can see the Pelicans. They only one game. Behind. I don't know because I, I I I'm trying to read the room when it comes. I don't to think the, the Warriors, Warriors are playing for that. I think the yeah, Warriors. Draymond are... already said. He was I like, did, yeah, I think they could cool get another lottery pick. Yeah, I like, think so too. I, I, I think, think so too. I think her and Wiseman need to work out whatever issues they got. You only think they're defense? I think there's some some going on. It has to be, right? Because it doesn't make yeah. any sense. Like, there was a game last week where the, he didn't even start. Like, I, I just don't understand it. Like, he's not playing yeah. that guy at all. So I don't know if it's his work ethic or something going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. Yeah. But something's amiss. Yeah, some, something ain't right. Yeah. I agree. You think he's out? His, uh, well, he's unrestricted free agent. What? You 2022? Oh, Steph. So if he don't, to me, if he don't resign this year, I don't think Steph going anywhere, man. I think I don't think Steph going anywhere because I don't think I don't think the I don't think the narrative around Steph is the same as it would be like a LeBron or a KD. Like Steph doesn't get judged by championships in that regard. Plus he plus he already has his championships, so I don't think it's I don't think it's the same. I think Steph I think Steph stays with the Warriors, man. I don't see Steph chasing. Rings like that, like I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't. I don't think he wants to be losing like this, though. Yeah, it's not about chasing rings because he already got what three, so he good. It's like Kobe when he asked for his trade. Like he already had three titles. Yeah, Yeah. him leaving would be something completely different. Like yeah, I don't like the direction the 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 team is going. You know, they'd have to make him mad. 
I think, I think he wait. I think he waits out whatever happens with Clay Thompson. I think, I think Clay is even waiting be too long, bro. I agree with that's that. That's two years he's been waiting. I, I still think he's, and he I, lost I out of his control. Lost I mean, the Clay Thompson got hurt. Yeah, Clay Thompson got hurt. Yeah, they lost. They lost the championship, and then they lost now two years now subsequent because of that. But I think he, him and him and Clay have a tight relationship. So I don't see them trying. Like I, I think he would see what Clay is coming back from injury. Before he would just say, "Yeah, I'm that light skin love don't last long, bro." Hey, you know and, I, I, and hey, full disclosure, I don't know what I'm talking about here. I could be, hey, he could be traded, he could be gone tomorrow. I don't know. I'm just saying, I don't think that's gonna happen. But who knows? Mm. Could be wrong. Oh, no. He has no reason to win, man. He doesn't. He, I mean, leave. He's he's already won his championships. He's beloved in the city. There's, there's you wouldn't want him if he, if he said, "I want to go to Charlotte." No, I, icon, no I, I wouldn't be mad at him if he left. I just don't think he'd have a reason to leave. I just know you and Manny. He's an icon lie. there. I don't, yeah, that's why I don't, I don't see who that. wrong with that. <laughs> what I've been wrong about. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, Marty, hey, did y'all talk? Joe Burrow still ain't good. <laughs> did y'all talk about Deshaun? I know I joined the, the show late, but did y'all what talk about What I've been Deshaun? wrong about. Been a lot. Let's, let's, let's we don't, we don't, we don't, that's, that's a whole. Hey, we're gonna, hey, we gonna go back through uh, my takes because I'm telling you, boy, if I ain't right hours. on, we, we gonna see because he be taking both sides. Hey. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, 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 <laughs> nothing, 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 you nothing like, is worse. You like, you like, like uh, <laughs> was trash. Nothing is worse than Nick. Five, the, no? the Wizards winning 52 games. Man, I still Wizards winning 50 games. I've conceded all that point. No, you gotta wear that one, fam. I, I, I ain't gonna let nah. FIFA off either now. Kelly Oubre be the glue guy. Jordan, <laughs> <laughs> you got some shit too. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna gotta look back on the tape. Yeah, we're gonna look back at my tape. I be killing mine. I don't know what y'all talking about. Nah, you, mm. nah, but show you be on the fence a lot, like Wilson you, off you a home do, improvement. Nigga, you don't. You don't take fence. a side. You don't take a side one way or the other. <laughs> hedging, yo, he be hedging he the fuck out of his best. He take he take a side on Carolina issues. You take a side on Carolina. Issues. Anything involving Carolina, I'm, I'm, I'm still mad about Donald. Yeah, I feel you don't like, have to get used to him. Like, that's I'm, your boy. I'm mad, mad at him, Teddy Bridgewater. I'm mad at Manny because I feel like Manny has something to do with spent, this. Like I don't know how <laughs> countless weeks hyping up Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater a winner. I was wrong. Oh, about y'all that. gonna see Teddy Bridgewater? Oh, woo, yeah. woo. Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater at he best turned on Teddy. No, I didn't. No, I didn't turn on Teddy till tonight. Tonight is the first time I'm admitting that Teddy was not. True story. This is the first time I'm admitting that Teddy was not the answer, but but I still would rather have Teddy than Donald. You know what? I'd you should blame Deshaun Watson. He's going to be wrong. <laughs> you should, you should, <laughs> watch, watch, watch Donald ball out for his ass. Please let me be wrong this time. Hey, Sheldon. Like, look, I told y'all. Look. Maybe that's how you been wrong. <laughs> no, no. Hey, Sheldon, you way. really should blame hey, Deshaun Watson. He just admitted. No, I said, no, I said, let me be wrong again this time. I'm sorry. And again. then that's how you said you. Because he was like, I told y'all I wanted to be wrong. I want, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. I saved it just now, didn't I? Let me be wrong this time. Please be wrong Sheldon, about Donald. All, the only person you have to blame is Deshaun Watson, man. Deshaun Watson started touching women allegedly, and that yeah, fumbled the bag on his uh, on, on in terms of the trade value. So that's true. Had to settle for Sam Donald, man. The only saving grace about Deshaun Watson is that he signed that contract before all this came out. Yeah. Outside of that, yeah. But can they void the contract? The the rest of it, but he got his upfront money. Mm-hmm. Did he get his? Yeah, he got a signing bonus. I wonder if they can come out. back for that signing yeah. bonus because you know they have on some players though. They have Vic. Hey, did they come back on? Did they, they come back could, on Vic? But like at that point, it's just like you don't. Have, if you don't have to pay him the rest and shit. Here's my thing. You know, I don't want to get too heavy. Yeah, yeah, I just I'm, have a question about it because what Kyle posted and then shout out to Twelve Kyle. 
So apparently to get on the exemption list, you have to have charges filed and their investigation uh, mm-hmm. finds something, right, that you violated the policy. My question is about the charges. What type of charges? Are they criminal charges or just the law? they're going into criminal charges. So criminal there's charges. No, yeah. if there are no criminal charges filed, then they can't put them on the list. Not yet. That's why I think the, mm-hmm. the, they, they don't have them on that list So yet. if if Busby don't file criminal charges against Sam Darnold, but if police are investigating, this out of his hands, isn't it? Yeah, because the police, I think they, the Houston PD did say they were. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I did see that. that. I did see that. Okay. They in it now, so. But. And then NFL came out and said like. The, but I don't know how. I don't know how. These police departments don't find enough evidence to file charges. That's what I was going to say. I don't know how they can charge them unless there's messages. They got, the, they got to have messages. They got the testimonies. And like, I think some of those stories are super detailed. So I think that's yeah. what is also helping. So mm. as long as they got some message, like they they have to have messages. Yeah, they yeah. Have to. No, right. I read something somewhere that that there are messages. There's like Instagram, uh, DMs and stuff like that out already. I don't, I don't know. I honestly haven't been reading too much of the Paul details. Pierce. It's crazy. Oh, oh yeah, man. Hey, the man. truth. What? Yeah, man. Shall set you free. <laughs> yeah, this shall, boy. Damn. All of us being set free or let go. Man. Hey, same thing, baby. What in the world My was, was he the, He was off the do say. That's what I don't follow thing. him. I don't, I don't follow him on Instagram. Hey, hey, I don't follow him on Instagram. Does he do this regularly? Nah. Nah. And you know what was funny? I just saw a meme that says, man, Paul Pierce got fired for 315 IG live. Dog. Yes. Yeah, I saw that. Yep. Oh. I, yeah, I don't that I hope they lie. Yeah. To be honest, man, and y'all tell me if y'all agree. I think that there's something behind this. I, I think that he did that on purpose. I I I don't see how why. I don't know. What is I, uh, I, what, what, let me a, let me explain why, why I say that. Uh-huh. Maybe there was an issue with him and ESPN already. And nah, this man was quit. planning to quit. No, 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 no. I just quit. I think you're looking too deep, too, deep, like, too deep for the intro. Look, you know what happened? Like, like, mm-hmm. like, 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 like said, he was <laughs> off the Ducey. You think so? He was champagning and campaigning and forgot <laughs> the rules of the game. Yes. Right? You don't fucking display that shit yes. for nobody. You take some video and shit, you show your boy he in pulled, person. He pulled the John Wall. That shit for the world to see. He because at the, the end Wall. of the day, he is signed to ESPN. You know what I'm saying? That is a very public company. And and and, and they're not advertising strippers on their goddamn platform. No. It was, and yeah. I think I read a statement. Yeah, owned by, said, owned by Disney. 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 Disney said, like, I think they were like, if he didn't post it himself, they would have been like, all yeah, right. Been okay. They would have excused him. He's the there, but he's not doing it. Yeah. Like, it, like, if he's doing something on his private time and someone records him, then you can't fault him yep. for that. But the fact that he actually posted it himself i.e. being a jackass. Yes. <laughs> That's why. He, hey, but that nigga went, hey, he went out. If you gonna go out, you gotta go out like that. You know what I'm <laughs> but didn't he come, didn't he come right after and say something about his own business coming soon or something like that? Hey, yeah. Nigga, what else? There's rumors, say? there's rumors that like, uh, Pornhub or somebody's, or not Pornhub, but some, some he got porn a company. cannabis business, right? No, something I either barstool or somebody. Yeah, somebody, somebody in the yeah, chat. They was gonna pay him a quarter chat, of a million dollars. Right. Somebody paying him a million dollars to like talk about sports when naked ladies are around or something like that. I don't know, kind of capitalizing on this or whatever. I, who knows, man? I don't know. It was freaking dumb. Like it was stupid, man. What are you doing? Mm. Like, it was, and, yeah, then, I, and then it, it's worse because it's Paul Pierce. You are OG. Like you should know better. That's this my point, man. This ain't a twenty-six-year-old. This ain't Jamal Murray. Like this that's is my point. Paul Pierce, you're forty. You're retired. What are you doing? 
Yeah, you you, you you you've been through this. You've been through. You done seen it all at this point. So that's why that's why I'm saying what I'm saying. That's that's the I'm only. I'm telling reason. you, Shelt. I'm telling you. When you off the douce, bro, you yeah. don't. <laughs> hey, I've been off the douce the before window. too. I know, but but still, yeah, man, you gotta have you gotta have more situations. And he in LA. There, he, got, mm. he got he got he was had cushion there. And, like, and, and then he got and then he got the blood. I, I don't know. I, I saw one when he had the blood uh thing on or the the I don't even know what to call it the the barber shit on or whatever. I it just it did smoking so weed. Was like, come on, man. Nah, he was. I don't know. He was at somebody's crib. They was playing like house, right? It was like. They was gambling. They playing poker. He was getting yeah. a haircut though, too, though, because he had a um a smock on or something. Oh, like the uh the barbershop. Oh. Well, yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying. Probably, yeah, he had- they probably come cut hair at the crib out there because they that's right. nothing. So they yeah, they probably so. had a barber come to the crib. All that all that, all that damn red Ken and, and nah. FIFO guy. They look like they was whip all pierced that night. Nah, <laughs> nah. Mm-mm. Mm. No lady in tramps will we had. Nah, nah. <laughs> That's why Paul Pierce is like, I am not married. I'm like, oh, and then, bro, what are you doing? Like, and then, yeah, and then the whole turkeys. We love ladies from turkeys or something. <sighs> come on, Paul. He was gone. Yeah. He's gone, bro. Like, come on, Paul. I think he, I, the only thing I give him, like, Sheldon, as far as the, the conspiracy thing, I think it was just like he knew his contract was up. They probably told him that he, they may not resign him. He just didn't give a fuck. That could have been it. I don't think it was anything more deep than, than that, if anything. But I also just think that he just fucked up. Everybody yeah, he's fucked an up. Idiot. Yeah. Oh, like I said, I, I was thinking maybe you know how people quit. Some people quit their jobs different yeah. kind of ways. Like, like f y'all. I'm this. What I'm. I'm out. You know. That's that's how it looked to me. Like, because I would. Ain't a, I would. Ain't I'd be fit. with you if he was a regular nigga, but he's Paul Pierce. Like, because I think just if quit. that was the case, Shelton, the imagery would have been more egregious to mm-hmm. make sure. That you gonna get rid of me? I mean, how more egregious can you get? Yeah, <laughs> you throwing chips on a fat ass that's bouncing yeah. in the back. See, I didn't see the whole. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta show you the video, yeah. bro. I didn't that see the whole. Tossing chips, bro. Yeah, yeah. they was having just, a just, ball. Just search for the story. Yeah. Search for the story, man. Girl was just bouncing the titties as he was. <laughs> Oh yeah, I didn't see the whole thing. Hey, bro, so let, me, let me let me back out right now. I didn't see the whole thing. That nigga was. Yeah, you gotta see the whole thing, bro. You gotta yeah. see the whole thing because it's scandalous, bro. I'm like, come on. Okay, well, I'll say that. As soon as, as soon as I saw that, as soon as I saw that shit, I was like, oh yeah, he about to, he about to be out. As soon pit. as I seen his hand on his forehead, talking about some man, y'all, it's crazy, as as, bro. As soon as I saw the strippers, As soon as I saw the strippers in the background, I was like, yeah, he done, bro. Yeah, once, yeah, once I saw the, the lady in the background, you know. Yeah, he did, I, bro. Like I said, when he asked for the massage, not this ain't the time for massages, bro. I saw the blunt and I saw the strippers in the background. Yeah, it was over. No massages. It was over. It was over yeah. there. Disney, Disney was Bob Iger was like, nah, nah, we gotta get this dude out of here. Nah. Mm-hmm. Nah. All right. Well, we're gonna get out of here, y'all. We thank you guys for uh coming through once again, uh hanging out, kicking it with us. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll be back uh Thursday. Hey, real quick, man, I'm going to give a shout-out to Benjamin Cano in the chat. Benjamin Cano just committed to play college basketball, man. Shout-out to you. Shout-out to him, man. Hey, that's that's big time no matter what, uh, to play at the next level and to be mm. going to college. I'm proud of you, and it's good to have young people in the chat. Man, we yes, appreciate sir. you. And and that's dope. Yeah, He's awesome, going to Gonzaga to get coached up. He go to Gonzaga <laughs> to get coached up. That's what he, that's what he need to go. <laughs> I failed to mention real quick. Um, shout out to Hubert Davis. Carolina just signed mm-hmm. Hubert oh Davis, the first God. black head coach in turn Carolina it, turn history. Turn the stream off. <laughs> <laughs> Our biggest fan, Manny, was happy about that. 
Uh, let me say this real quick on college basketball, my last name. Um, I wasn't that wasn't my first choice for coach, but I, I wish him well. Who was you? Who I would did. you who would you want to, to get hired? I would have rather had gotten Wes Miller from UNC Greenboro, Greensboro. He has head coaching experience. He's a Carolina guy. He's good. They mentioned even Mark Few coming to Carolina, which I was, I didn't think there was a possibility. But yes, please I, do. I would have went to Carolina if I was Mark Few, and I would have loved to have him if I was Carolina, but they like to do it in-house. Even Jerry Stackhouse is a little more fiery. Hubert Davis is a great recruiter, but he's laid back. And that's that's the last one. Warren Weston Miller? Is that the guy? Who is that? Warren Weston Miller? Who is that? Is that the coach you were talking about you wanted? <laughs> oh, no. Wes Miller. Yeah. West, that, well, I guess that's his old name. Wes Miller from UNC Greensboro. Damn, can you Google this whole government? Yeah, it just did. popped up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just saying if he was white or black. He was white. Mm. But he's a good coach. He's a, he's a really good coach. He's yeah, a about that, man. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's why I put Jerry Stackhouse in there. I would, I would, I like Jerry I think, Stackhouse. I think, I think Jerry, <laughs> I think Jerry Stackhouse stars well in North Carolina because of Vanderbilt. Hey, did we mention that we don't want Sam Darnold in Carolina? Did I say that? I'm telling you, I have, I have a sneaky feeling Sam Darnold's going to ball for y'all. Hey, if he does, I will eat crow. I'm telling you, I'll be wrong. And I, I, I know what's wrong, gonna happen. Man. Sam Darnold's gonna turn into Aaron Rodgers in Carolina, and Zach Wilson's gonna break his neck first game against the Jets. <laughs> yeah, I'm really worried about this. Damn, man, your expectations is all the way at the hell. They start at hell because they, they go up. Goddamn shit. <laughs> but get the ground. I get it. Hey, remember this, remember this episode, man. I'm telling you right now, right? Sam Darnold's gonna go to Carolina and ball out, and Zach Wilson. I, and, you know, you know, it'd be worse. Zach Wilson actually shows flashes of brilliance and then he'll get hurt. He'll break a damn arm, just throwing shoulder, be dislocated in six parts or whatever. And he'll never see the field again. And then the Jets fumbled that, too. Mm. It's Jets, man. I mean, I'm used to it. Right. So it's, it yep. is what it is. That's your Jets report this week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, we'll catch you guys later. We out. Peace. Peace. Peace.